0: Uh, welcome everyone to the newest episode of the What Do You Think About This podcast. This is the first episode of um 2021. We did release the Spider Man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, we recorded like... we we recorded the Spider Man episode at the end of 2021, is what I was thinking. Uh but we released it in 2022 uh for a few different reasons. Uh the main one I thought was if we give it a few if we give it a few weeks, um that way it won't matter about spoilers because everyone who will have want to have um, seen the movie will have seen it
1: honestly spoilers for spider-man no way home were probably they're already like on the table after like a week i feel like everybody saw that movie instantly
0: yeah you're not you're not wrong um I, I will say actually you know what's funny i was at the shops the other day like just grabbing like some food and stuff because um i i had to pick up some groceries for some uh, for some for dinner Um, And I was going past this family, and they were like, all right, all right, all right, everyone, once we're done here, we're gonna go and see Spider Man. And I'm like, is Spider Man, are people still watching Spider Man? Uh,
1: Well, of course, it's still in theaters. I mean, it's when you have a movie that popular, they're gonna let it run in theaters for like two, three months, however long, you know, they can run it. But yeah, like legit, there are people like that. I swear it's like families, it's always like families with young children or just or maybe like just really old people who maybe the kids have grown up but like yeah people like that they can't really they don't really pay attention to when movies immediately come out or they don't find the time to immediately so yeah there are weird cases where they just watch a movie six weeks after it came out for some reason
0: i mean yeah i mean it's yeah
1: (laughs) if it's available i guess
0: I mean, yeah, 100%. If it's, uh, if it's available, people will go yeah. and see it. Cause There's that's nothing just, wrong with yeah.
1: it. It's just weird to think of, you know, from the perspective of, like, I don't know, like, young, young people like us who are just want to watch things when they're relevant.
0: Well, also, just, like, not even that. It's just, like, I would say not even young people, but just, like, people who are interested in these, like, universes or stories who are just, like, no, waiting, like, six weeks is pointless because not only am I going to be out of sync like, I'll be spoiled, I'll have heard everything about the movie by that point, I need to see it, like, day one or day two, because otherwise it's pointless. Waiting
1: waiting six weeks is so long by this point that I think there are movies now that get released in theatres, and then by six weeks, they're not just out of theatres, they get uploaded to a streaming service within that six-week period, like, that's how fast the cycle is kind of going now. Um, yeah yeah before i it mean used to be um like three months before it was on dvd or something right which three, one's that sorry yeah it used to be like three four months after theatrical release before it hit oh. like before it yeah, hit, like yeah. you know um dvds and things
0: yeah and it's 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 uh, what's the term it's interesting how we are getting to that point because it's something i thought would have happened earlier but I guess the, um, before streaming services, they still wanted to maintain like the, the air of, um, I don't know what you'd call it, but like the air of the theater going experience versus like watching a DVD at home. Um, yeah, so they still separated they... it by a few months.
1: Yeah. Um, the way streaming kind of started, it was like, I mean, everyone kind of knew it was going to be competitor to like actual theaters. Um, but when it started, it was really just like, oh, okay, th- this is just your replacement for buying DVDs and Blu-rays, and, and, and this was a replacement for the the rental store. But like, mm. because of that, it was like, oh yeah, we're not gonna have new movies. This is just the best way to watch, you know, any old movie that you might want to see. This is the easiest, most convenient, best value way to do it. And now it's like, no, this is literally arguably um a better experience than going to the actual movies in terms of like getting you know hot relevant new releases
0: immediately Mm. um and actually on that note and i think that might be how a good way to transition into the topic uh for this episode um because um encanto got like not no no publicity when it came out in theaters, but when it hit streaming, that is a hundred percent. When it hit, like, oh shit, have you seen Encanto? You need to see Encanto. It's free on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, that was a strange one. I remember watching. So uh, I actually did watch Encanto in theaters and watched mm. it like uh, pretty quickly within the first. Yeah, you watched it like
0: the For... first week it came out.
1: I think I might have watched it like a day after release or something like that. I usually. Mm. I I watch most film. I try to watch most films within the first couple weeks of release while yeah. it's relevant in theaters and stuff. Um, but yeah, I was really shocked when everyone had seen the movies, not by going to the, th- not by going to the theater, but like oh, it's just on Disney Plus now. It literally just came out on Disney Plus. Like I would, s- I swear it was less than a month.
0: It after. was. I think. I think the movie. I'm gonna check, but I'm pretty sure the movie came out like late November, early December, and it it dropped on Disney Plus like christmas day it was like it was australia time turnaround. oh okay In okay in australia at least it released on the 2nd of december so it literally was in theaters for three
1: weeks that is yeah that is crazy fast it, yeah it's like
0: it was it was in america and other places much longer though i think it was in america in america it'd been around for, since late november so it would have been in theaters for a month and a bit but that's still kind of crazy is
1: still tiny when you think about it because.
0: Well, yeah, and you look at the box office. It's like shit. This could have um, used it. This could have used some extra weeks in theaters.
1: Yeah, because like when you think about the business model, I mean, three weeks in between means that like that's how long it takes word of mouth to spread. Like mm. if, if it's not a super hype release that gets everyone into the theaters for the first you know few weeks, if it's not a front-loaded um, theatrical experience, like. Four to like eight, you know, weeks is really the amount of time it takes to really, you know, let the movie get released into theaters. Let the early adopters kind of watch it and then kind of spread the word, and then watch everyone else kind of, you know, gradually get to watching that movie every weekend after until you know you have a nice elongated run in theaters. And this is like. Well, the point where the um, the word of mouth has has successfully spread is exactly when it hits streaming. Mm. So it is a very interesting... It is an interesting business strategy. Um, definitely- but, like...
0: It's kind of oh, killing sorry, theaters.
1: What? It's kind of killing theaters if you think about
0: it. Yes, yeah, and I f- think, and, and that's kind of I think what we might talk about this episode not not how is streaming killing theaters, but I guess theater and movies in twenty twenty one and like what well, we fought. Okay, and yeah, like you just our favorite do, movies and stuff.
1: You just want to do all the movies in twenty twenty one?
0: Well, I mean, I didn't see as much as I think you did, so I think you're going to be controlling the conversation here a bit. But yeah, yeah I, I think that's probably the best way to do this.
1: Sure. So, um. Yeah, that's probably, what we. What came, what came out
0: like way at the start of the year?
1: <laughs> oh, way at the start. Let me look up my list. So, like, yeah, I'm it's just like, gonna go bring up shit. because I will say, um even though this was like last year was like a, it was still a, a COVID year. I was still affected by COVID here and there. Mm. Um, we still got way more movies in theaters than. Um, well, that's yeah. Year. That's
0: why. I, that's why I mentioned the beginning of the year because, like, well, for about three or four months in Australia. We were all good going to cinemas. It, it was a thing we yeah, just those, did. Yeah, those
1: first six months, it was like you. We kind of legit were not we're like th- okay, we
0: all not, doing not it right. Thinking,
1: but we were acting like COVID was over.
0: Yes, it's like uh, ah, remember COVID? I yeah. remember COVID. Glad um, that's
1: over and done with. And like, Phew! <laughs> like um, what is it? Like what is his name? Like Barney from the. It's Barney uh, from the Simpsons.
0: Well, uh, which one? Uh, the the drunk no 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 but like what's the joke I'm, a, I'm like
1: when you throw him out of the bar and then he comes back behind oh yeah, yeah 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 it's the
0: yeah 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 it's the throwing throwing um him out of the bar like yep. glad that's over he just comes right back, <laughs> back. around the corner because like i mean that is a hundred percent yeah yeah we're on to um, like
1: covid 3.0 now
0: yep it's pretty that's pretty much uh, what we're dealing with
1: the bright side is movies are still coming out
0: Movies are still coming out and some right. of them this year have been very good, although I haven't seen all of them, but yes. Overall, pretty good. Um,
1: let me just go look at let me just like Google
0: I'm trying to remember the that... first movie I yeah, watched. Yeah, like this literally year. <laughs>
1: like the first I mean, I know I know what probably the first movie I watched of the year was, um, but um I don't really count certain movies as movies of that year. Oh um, yeah, mainly it's, mainly because I'm I'm following the the logic of really awards award shows, which is that if you release really anywhere, um anywhere like in any theater uh, of that year, you're classified as a as a film for that year, even though the wide release when the majority of people will see it won't be until a month or two later.
0: Yeah, I think it was like. Um... Jojo Rabbit didn't come out till really late 2020 to the point where, uh, 2019, to the point where I didn't see it till early 2020. I think, like, really early, like, yeah, January. Yeah, Jojo but Rabbit, still, um, I
1: was like. Oh, I, I, think I, I think I did manage to see it in 2019, actually. I'm looking at my list, mm. and yeah, I managed to see it in 2019. But yeah, that, that probably didn't get, like, a wider release and, like, had good word of mouth until, yeah, January, mm. February
0: i mean i i think the i think the issue was i just didn't get around to seeing it because i wanted to see it because it's it's taika waititi (laughs) yeah
1: okay uh i've got it already okay so the first Mm -hmm. movie of 2021 like a legit movie um that Mm -hmm. was a 2021 movie Mm -hmm. um was probably Ryan and the Last Dragon in March.
0: I still haven't watched that. Yeah,
1: you still haven't watched that, so... I don't know
0: if I will, I'll be honest. I well, mean, no, I will, but, like, it, I, I'm not rushing to see it. Yeah.
1: Um... I don't know why, but it feels like I watched that a long time ago.
0: That's the thing, you said, you said, like, oh, that was the 20, and I was like, oh, yeah, it was. That was this year. Yeah, it God. was, um,
1: yeah, it was, like, it was less than a year ago when you get, actually, look at the yeah, it was March, so less than a year ago.
0: Mm. Uh, but when yeah, did... Ryan the last dragon. When did <laughs> that come out? What um... good movie? Yeah, sure. It was a solid movie. <laughs> you haven't seen sure. the movie, why? Do you, you should have opinions sure. on this. Because <laughs> well, because everything I've heard about it, apart from not apart from you, but I haven't heard a lot of praise for it. Um, okay. so... and the praise I have heard has been like, eh.
1: I don't think anyone would say that this movie is their favorite Disney movie.
0: Or, oh, Christ, or, or, no. Or That's modern, for at the end of
1: the year. <laughs> or their favorite modern Disney movie. I think it's pretty solid. Um, the thing about Raya is... I think it's just... It, it's very entertaining to watch, I think, just for the aesthetics. Like, it, it's rare okay. to get a movie that is kind of more... Um, like Southeast Asian in in cultural inspiration, um, you know, usually as opposed just... to
0: like uh, North and West Asia, isn't it usually?
1: Well, not or really. <laughs> I, I was I thinking, I I was thinking the... more. I was thinking more like East Asia. So that would. Oh, be... sorry,
0: East Asia. I'm... Yeah, yeah. So that would
1: be like almost everything that you see of like Asian aspiring media is it, it's Japanese or Chinese. Yeah, Occasionally it, it, Korean.
0: Yeah, Korea's um, become the big thing in the last year or two. Yeah, and this they... movie definitely you... has
1: like character designs and like costumes um that are distinctly southeast asian i don't think the average person would be able to tell um living in like a western country would be able to tell the distinction. but no this movie definitely doesn't look like things that i've seen before um in terms of just the designs like this is not this is not mulan or some shit
0: (laughs) no i mean yeah i it's it's because again i am i am not one to talk because you know who I am as a white man, uh, I'm very uncultured on a lot of the, like, intricacies and, like, details of those kind of things. Um, I think because, you know, yeah, literally, you could yeah. show me this and I'd just be like, yeah, I don't know exactly where this is from. Like, it, it yeah. does not speak to me as, like, well, this clearly isn't Chinese or Japanese folklore. And I know that being, like, an expert. It's like, no, I don't yeah. know.
1: Um Ryan the Last Dragon... It it feels very like Saturday morning cartoonish. Cartoonish. That's what I've heard. Yeah, like it it, it, it there is world building, and it, it's not amazing world building, but it's not bad world building either. It, it it's something that I could kind of it, it establishes this world, um, which is divided into all of these different factions, um, these regions, and they all have like really interesting designs, and they are you kind of you kind of get the sense that they have some distinct customs and that like um there's real kind of history there that you feel like could be explored more in TIE and material Mm. um everything just looks very kind of visually distinct um all the character designs I think are really cool like I love um you know the whole the whole armadillo (laughs) armadillo um like hamster rolling thing um that was a cool yeah that that was like a really cute mascot yeah um the main character, I think, is pretty solid. Uh, I don't know if I would say that she's a great main character or anything, but, like, she's yeah. pretty likable. Um, um, but I guess I'll get to, like, the main thing, why you don't want to see the movie.
0: <laughs> yes, um, and it's funny, because I was watching Shang-Chi the other day. Um, yeah, Aquafina. just from the trailer alone, gave me a headache. So I was like, I don't know if I can sit through this.
1: She's okay. Um, I'm sure
0: she, she's fine in the movie. It's just that initial impression was like, "Ooh, I'll no, s- thank you." <laughs> if you
1: if you normally get annoyed by Aquafina, I'm not gonna guarantee you that this movie will not annoy you. She she is in it a lot, and she is mainly there for like comedic relief.
0: Yeah, and like, I, I, I I don't know. There's certain comedic. I've discussed this before. There's certain things about, um comedic relief in animated films it's why i discuss this a lot with um just my partner because she we we love talking about disney movies and dreamworks movies and like stuff like that and i it's the impact of two movies and they're two movies i really like but they've destroyed animated films in my opinion um aladdin aladdin yeah and shrek oh, they I ruined know. they have ruined animated films so you're uh, just talking sh- about like
1: the um like the, the celebrity voice actor, right? Celebrity
0: voice actor, which Shrek 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 made that even worse. Shrek made that oh your entire cast is celebrity voice acting. Um Robin Williams in Aladdin was just, oh, your comedic actor needs to be a well known or likable comedic person. Um so and for a while that was the Zeitgeist until Shrek came along like not even like ten years later and changed it completely. Which is why you get movies like Sing, and, like, fucking, um... What was that other one that was garbage? Um, There's a lot of garbage anime There's a lot, there's a lot. But, But you know, Shark Tale. Shark Tale's the other really famous, like, oh, God, this is awful. Like, uh, just celebrity casting for the sake of celebrity casting. Um, But that's what it felt when I saw Aquafina was like, oh, hey, it's like, this is a movie with a bunch of, not no-name actors, but, like, fairly unknowns, and, like, Um, seems to be taking itself relatively, like, seriously with a few... Come- also, that was the other problem. They are she already had like five comedic sidekicks. Why does she need the dragon? Either 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 ditch the comedic sidekicks or ditch the dragon. One or the well, other. Well, the
1: other characters weren't really like talking characters. They were just like animals or, like, yeah, she has like her um, armadillo thing, and she has a bunch of monkeys at some point. There's a little baby. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. Aquafina is the main celebrity casting. It's the one role in the movie. Not that the other actors were unknown, because I I do know the majority of the actors that were cast. Well, I mean Kelly
0: movie. Marie Trang was the main yeah, character, Kelly Marie wasn't Chan.
1: She? but like Aquafina is the only character that you, that you will recognize their voice. Yes, but, but unless
0: you're me and a nerd about like voices.
1: <laughs> yeah, like this movie, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, I think it's. I don't. Th- I'll. I'll agree. It's a movie that we're probably not going to talk about like that far into the future. No. Um. But it's not a bad movie. It's not. It's not even. It's not even like. It's not even really like a movie that I really have any major problems with. Um. And there are definitely modern Disney movies which I think have a lot of problems that I. There are. There are some modern Disney movies that I don't really like at all. Um. This is mm. not one of them. Like this is very no, very no. like acceptable.
0: I didn't even, to be fair, that's the thing, I didn't even think I'd hate it, because I very, I another thing is I very rarely, like, truly hate a movie. Um, And even this, I was like, I will probably just, this movie will probably be mostly a wash, and just be like, yep, it's whatever, just, next movie. Um, Because that's how I am with, like, most movies, I, I would say, is, like, most movies, unless they're, like, really interesting uh like story-wise or visually or anything like that usually they're a wash i'm just like cool good movie move along um because like um what was i gonna say i'm just looking at like movies that came out this year and just like yeah. trying to find, the, but yeah, trying to find the first one i watched um, yeah
1: Raya. so yeah watch it um i guess if you have time
0: uh i think the next movie that came out on the list of movies at least that i'm looking at that i did see We've already talked about it, so we probably won't go into it too much. Yeah, but... no
1: honestly, no, if we've already talked about it, don't talk about it at all.
0: Alright, so Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, watch no the need episode to talk about it. It's only our most popular episode. You've already listened to it. <laughs> it actually is looking <laughs> good. I actually
1: don't know what the data is like. Is it like the um, same like ten people watching every time or
0: Uh something like that actually. Yeah, that's not probably. inaccurate. But yeah, the Justice League episode has the most views out of any by like quite a bit. comparatively like considering how small our numbers are
1: (laughs) yeah
0: tiny tiny okay okay here's one that i don't think we've talked about but we have not very different opinions on but i guess we do have a different opinion on, which is um godzilla versus kong you saw that right
1: yeah wait do we have have different opinions on this
0: we have different opinions on these movies (laughs) we
1: have different opinions on the franchise but i don't think we have different opinions on this movie right
0: no i think it's it is dumb fun, and it's better than the second movie, but it's still not it's, great.
1: I think it's better than the second movie. Yeah. Every, um, yeah, the second movie is it, not good. Even it's, I, it's I, like, I will not
0: defend that movie.
1: <laughs> um, I actually kind of like the second movie. I think it's I think it's kind of sucks, but like it's, I kind of like it. <laughs> no,
0: that's what I mean. Like it, it. Okay. Again, keep in mind, I view these movies apart from the first one. They're kind of just dumb fun. Um. And so, yeah. if you if you're like, hey, do you want some dumb fun with some occasionally really cool monster shots? Second movie, yeah. That's that's cause... what that's like. We keep saying second movie. It was the third movie to come out because Kong was the second. J- just movie.
1: just just call it yeah, the actual you know. Just What's it called? It's King, 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 King of, of the, the monsters? monsters. King of the Monsters. Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. Um, because it, I think King of the Monsters just had the coolest designs. It just had the coolest monsters in it. You know, it mm. had. You know, Mothra had King Ghidorah. Um, it had um, was it like Rodan? Rodan? Rodan, Rodan, yeah, like
0: and a few others that are like, it, yeah, you know,
1: it <laughs> delivered what I wanted to see visually. Um, they looked cool as fuck. I mean, it's just it was... the
0: human characters were the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah, they probably had the worst human characters overall. Mm. Um, I think that Godzilla versus Kong is the best dumb fun movie in the series. Yes, because not because the human characters are better um only they just don't care you they're 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 arguably less of them not because yeah there's arguably less of them they don't have as much to do and i think part of that is because they just decide to make like kong himself like a protagonist
0: well they they realized that a people really liked kong and b no one gave a shit about monarch that was the two things they realized at once um was that no one gave a shit about Monarch, they're the most boring parts of these movies, and that uh, people liked Kong, people really liked Kong. So it's like, yeah. you just made him this fucking old man Logan-ass, like, just like, it, I'm it's fucking, not... I'm so tired of yeah. everything. <laughs> it's
1: not just that they people liked Kong, so bring back Kong. But it's like, they realize, okay, he works as like a protagonist- Mm. only in comp- in a movie where he's fighting another giant monster who's even bigger than him like mm. he doesn't really work as a he, well, he doesn't work that well as a main character um in on his own you know next to human characters but yeah, yeah like on his journey to beat up big dumb lizard then, yeah, like, he will feel smaller in comparison and more relatable yeah. and human in, in comparison. Well, so, it's, why not? Well, it's, because
0: it's that argument that everyone brought up, which was that this isn't a real fight, because, like, it's Godzilla. <laughs> it's like, even in the movie when it's like, oh, I've got the scale axe which will absorb the blast, I'm like, that's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're fighting Godzilla. You, I you've will, lost. I, it's fine. I will it's fine. say,
1: it's like, there is definitely some inconsistent size in that movie well because they they
0: the problem is and i get what i get it was something that they they couldn't really do where it's godzilla had already been established to be just fucking impossibly huge um he was like big even by like godzilla standards he's a he is gigantic yeah legendary godzilla whereas kong is base kong in kong skull island is basically the size that King Kong usually is, which is a very big gorilla, but, like, no bigger than, a like, ma- a, a really big gorilla. house. Yeah, no, no bigger than, like... No, no,
1: no, like... okay, okay, so this is my problem. So it, it wasn't just... I think the people would point out if they... who defend, you know, some of the size in the movie. is like, well, um, the version that we saw on Kong Skull Island...
0: He's was a like baby. A parent, he, yeah he
1: was like he was like a teenager he was like a young yeah. child or something so this one is like the more grown-up version so he's bigger than he was in that movie the problem is that there's there is definitely moments in this movie where he looks massively different in size in between certain
0: scenes so yeah, like I, th- I think the biggest one is the boat scene the boat scene's like okay how big are Eve of you right now Cause yeah because like, then it's like wait this should be the because like I think when they're in the city, like that's the thing. in In each individual fight, their size doesn't really change, but in but each fight has its own weird size issues. Like there, there's this one
1: scene, um, which is like, I forgot. Did they go to Antarctica or was the Arctic? Like they went to. Did they? I did they go? It it, it was some shit about the poles, right? They went to like the poles to reach the center of the earth.
0: I thought that was in the. I thought that was in King of Monsters. Oh, yeah, no, that's the, right. Cause yeah, this the tells you how, how right, unmemorable
1: right. the plots of these movies are. Right, no, right, right. The, Yeah, they definitely went to, like, a snowy place in this movie. No, I, th- I think it was meant to be the same, um, like, place as King of the Monsters, but they... Th- but this I guess, time like, they the, visited. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, took it over or right, something. Right, but right, the point right. is, like, yeah. they have, like, a facility to contain Kong there, and some of the some of the shots there like, he literally looked like he was level, like, his eye line was level with, um, characters that were standing at the, at the top of, uh, like, like, the highest floor of, like, this facility, except that facility couldn't have been more than, like, five stories high, like, it was, like, a small apartment building that you would see, like, anywhere in any city, like, just you walk by apartment buildings that small all the time, you know, that are only, like, four, five, six stories high, Yeah. Um, and his island was completely level at the top, and then Which is like, that's,
0: he... that's normal Kong size Yeah, like... but then
1: he goes at the end and when he's fighting in Hong Kong they make him so close to the size of Godzilla that he's literally, like he is almost as tall as skyscrapers Yeah, he's and... like
0: 20 stories something tall No,
1: those those skyscrapers look fucking 50 50 like levels high some of them like it is ridiculous how tall how much bigger he looks in those scenes and yeah it's entirely this thing where it's like okay he's with human characters he needs to be big but not so huge to be unrelatable that he that he needs to be Small enough that you could imagine his eyes would be able to concentrate on these humans. But in this other scene, he needs to be so big that he realistically will not get manhandled that easily by Godzilla. But he still gets manhandled, but like... He does. It, it would be like stomping on like a puppy if, it, if they portrayed him as like his regular size. Yeah, it would in be, those scenes with y- Godzilla. Y-
0: You just it essentially would be either a puppy or like essentially a full grown adult kicking a child. It's yeah, like, this, this is not a equal standing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was
1: definitely some inconsistent sizing. Um, yeah, the movie was just but fun. It was fun,
0: but it was fun. Yeah,
1: like it, it didn't. It, yeah. I wouldn't say that it looked good or anything (laughs) it wasn't like
0: it might be the worst looking out of them which is sad to say yeah Um,
1: like like visually speaking it's not a very interesting movie it just has lots of dumb fun things that you want mm. to see and then you just kind of like yeah like i mean this is not the the greatest special effects this is not you know which is
0: weird because this is the fourth movie in you'd think they'd be good by now (laughs) Or they'd, yeah, they would be. Or you'd think they'd be better than the ones that preceded them. Because like, okay, even in uh, King of Monsters looks pretty good, but I still don't think anything's looked as good as twenty fourteen.
1: Twenty fourteen is the best say. one. And this and this is my whole case about like why why we disagree with the franchise. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's fine. I I think that like the first Godzilla is the best one in in this series. I still and
0: think Kong's I'll... better, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, Kong is also really good. I like Kong Skull Island. But I just think that Godzilla, for one thing, I think it's the most memorable out of the movies. There's a lot I remember about that movie. Mm. A lot of it comes down to just how good they nailed the sense of scale of this monster. I'll give you of the, that, yeah. Yeah, a lot of these movies, ever since they revealed Godzilla by the end of Godzilla 1, it's like, okay, you've seen the big monster, so we can just show the big monster, and we can show him all the time. But you lose that sense of, like... Like that magic, that awe, that you, like, like how that you feel is... when you, like the first time you see Godzilla in Godzilla 2014, like it is incredible. Like it, like they do this really amazing shot where it's it's it's, it's an airport, right? Yes. So they're in like the terminal, and like the terminal is like not that high, like so. Um, it's it's not like you know multiple stories or anything, but everyone's kind of watching, and like they can see only so high as like the the window goes. And you're literally just looking at the equivalent of the toe of Godzilla, just like, just stamping his foot, and just that alone just looks enormous. Mm. And then you do that panning shot where it just slowly rises up and it just goes higher and higher and higher until you finally see, like, the full body. And you know, okay, this guy is enormous. This guy is 20, 30, 50 stories. Like, who knows how many stories high he looks, but. And it's it's enormous, and like he d- derails a train. Like his, um, not not he doesn't derail, but the but the Mutos do. Like mm. they just, just they just fuck up this entire train, and like you can't see, like you can never see the entirety of the monster in relation to humans. No, like like, like you have the, to the go wide closest... to see it.
0: Yeah, the closest you get even then it's not, it's not they're not that close but it's like the aerial troopers dropping down and like y- the flares like slightly lighting up the body yeah. um and that's i will agree to that i will not pretend that visually it's def. visually 100 it's the most memorable and it definitely gets the best it does the best job as it at like um uh, uh what you said which was like showing that, the I, size yeah. of god i think
1: the the tone is the I mean, the other movies aren't trying to go for this, but no. this is a, a more interesting movie to me. Just in that, like, it's it's a, it's a disaster movie. Like, it's 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 like a like a horror movie. Like, it's a giant, giant fuck off big monster that will you know that like would destroy everything around it just with its scale in real yeah. life, and that it would be terrifying to regular people to be in the same like you know. Vicinity. Be, yeah be within like five k's of this monster and you'll just feel it everywhere yeah, you yeah th- there's
0: only really two godzilla movies that have done this uh in my opinion at least so uh og godzilla is actually like it's basically a horror it's basically a horror movie the original godzilla or yeah. it's a disaster movie because it's like Most of it is spent just on people being like, yeah, so this entire town's completely fucked, Um, all these people are dying of radiation disease because this monster is a giant, like, radioactive, um, like, uh, what's the term? It's just a radioactive planet. That's just one
1: super big-ass iguana.
0: Yeah um and then shin the the only other one that's really done is shin godzilla which is
1: shin godzilla is the best godzilla
0: movie shin godzilla is the best godzilla mainly because it's i think i've discussed this and i won't get into it too much because it's not a movie that came out this year came out many years ago but the big thing with shin godzilla is it's it it perfectly ex it's the perfect example of force of nature godzilla yes being that he literally it he it they whatever we don't know but it literally doesn't control what it's doing most of the yeah, time. Yeah, it
1: has no personality. I love the way the Shin Godzilla just portrays it as that, like, this is just a random creature that is just moving, and it is killing hundreds of people as it moves, but it's not, like, bad-natured or anything. It's not try- trying to kill people. It's just trying to exist, and it's also not good-natured. Like, Godzilla essentially becomes, like, a hero in, like, a, you know, most... Godzilla, later Godzilla movies, he's essentially, like, a a real person with a character who is trying to be, like, a benevolent ruler, trying to, like, peacekeep, essentially, Um, and this one is just, like, yeah, Um, he is a big, dumb, no-brain lizard that is just worming its way around this entire country.
0: Yeah, and it's and it, as it changes its form, it represents like different things. But eh, 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 anyway, yeah. we'll talk it, about Shin Godzilla. The only, it's the only movie that
1: actually has a interesting metaphor.
0: Yes, well, uh, the first movie, but yes.
1: Yes, I, but that's my point. That's the first. It's the first movie. It's the first movie in like 60 since years the first to movie good... yeah. to actually like, oh yeah, Godzilla is meant to represent something. He's yeah. not just a giant monster. Even
0: um, though, okay, next movie, I guess, of importance. Although I didn't see this one, so I don't think I'll have. I don't, th- I don't, yeah. I don't know how Yeah, I mean, like here's the thing, it. like. Yeah, okay, don't
1: bring, don't bring up movies just for the sake of bring up movies. Like if you want to talk about the movie, okay, then
0: I'll skip this one because I don't think you have anything interesting to say about uh, it. what's the movie that did like Mortal live? Kombat?
1: I have nothing to say about this movie. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> moving along I was thinking
1: Mortal Kombat. I'm literally oh, okay. just... I thought I'm you had something to say. I'm literally browsing Reddit and then apparently the, a sequel got confirmed for that movie, which yeah. is really surprising. So I mean, was
0: yeah, the only thing I know about it is like the few things you brought up to me, which was like eh <laughs> It's really yeah.
1: mediocre.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not... I mean, not... they don't even do a Mortal Kombat, from what I've heard. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, there's there's literally no tournament. I was kind of surprised that there was literally... I mean, spoilers for the movie, but it's not a Who good cares? movie worth <laughs> seeing. Um, But yeah, like, there's literally no tournament. There's no... There is combat, but there's no tournament. Uh, I think the main problem with the movie is that, like... Okay, so a lot of people are going to say the main problem with the movie is the main character. And he is definitely one of the big problems. Um, if you don't know uh, with Mortal Kombat, what they essentially did is that, like, oh... They, they asked themselves, oh, who's the main character of Mortal Kombat? And instead of coming to the conclusion, like, oh, should it be Liu Kang? Should it be Johnny Cage? Like, they Sporty came to the conclusion. <laughs> yeah, they, they came to the conclusion, oh, let's just make up a guy. Yeah. He's just a guy. He's a random made up character who is just going to be the main character of our movie. Because he's audience stand who doesn't know anything, and I guess that is going to make him relatable. And yeah, he's a boring as fuck, and you never care about him, and he sucks, but... So that's definitely, like, a problem with the movie. Um, I feel like I could have ignored that if the action was better. Yeah, that's. Like, I heard that
0: the action wasn't even any good, so, like... The action is, not, is not particularly good.
1: The problem is that, like, the, the trailer kind of tricked me, because the violence is good, like, the fatalities Mm. are pretty well recreated, some of them are pretty brutal, like, they they put effort into it, the problem is that, like, the choreography, everything leading up to, like, the end of those fights, leading up to the fatalities, it's not really good choreography, it's really slow, it's really, like, overly choreographed, like, you can tell, like, like, they've been given instructions to do these moves. It doesn't feel a organic or visceral in any way. So, it's, they're just not really fun action scenes to watch. Like, they're just okay. They're, they're, they're kind of... Like, uh, uh, probably less than okay. They're kind of... They're, they're pretty subpar, honestly. All right. So, it, it's not an entertaining enough movie to watch just for the action. Uh, watch it, I guess, if you want to see, fate, like, cool, like, violent fatalities. fatalities. Yeah. You want to see... Like, some of the characters they do put in the movie, Um, you know, the characters from the games are... Accurately rec- recreated, like they're recreated. The character designs, at least, are pretty well recreated. Yeah, um, also, uh, watch the movie for Kano because he's actually hilarious.
0: Yeah, I, I think that was the first thing you said was, was like, I asked, Is Kano good? and you're like, Oh, Kano's Kano the best part
1: is the like <laughs> arguably the best part of the movie. He's he steals the show, like, they just let him be Australian, they
0: let him be bogan as fuck fucking get it out of your mouth yeah he's
1: literally <laughs> just swearing nonsensically in every scene it just it makes no sense what comes out of his mouth and it's and it's always funny
0: yeah but um, yeah that movie um not good <laughs> yeah okay well and the next movie which is one i actually do want to talk about i don't know if you've seen it uh the mitchells versus the machines did you ever i did that? i did see this we okay, talked good. about it oh did we talk about it yes not um... on the podcast though <laughs>
1: Not on the podcast, but no, because why would we bring it up? I don't feel like this movie, anyone talks about it, because, um... I mean, well, it's I Sony... about it, because I it's like a, it's, it. it. It's, a, it's a Sony movie, and it's non-IP, so, like, of course, most people haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's Spider-Verse uh, 1.5, so I really like it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not... I mean, it, it, it's not Spider-Verse just because it's a Sony movie,
0: I mean... No, but it has... No, but the visuals of the movie.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't even think... I don't really think the visuals of the movie stand out to me really are you fucking kidding me T- to me like to me are or are be- talking oh, okay, about? okay Genuinely. they look fine
0: they look fine no 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 no. hold on hold on what do you mean what are you talking I mean,
1: about what, you, what you, you would watch mitch the mitchell's vs. machines just for the just
0: for the visuals that's the main reason i watched it
1: really yes
0: i saw the trailer and i was like holy shit i'm okay, glad but, to but see when, that- you,
1: when you say mitch when you say visuals um are you counting in like comedic timing or like
0: i'm counting everything about this movie Okay. Like, I thought once the movie I, once, fine. I, once, I saw, once I saw it it's like oh it's even better but it's like no I think like comedically um visually um and even some of the story I think is pretty well represented and like the themes of like family and like um moving away but also keeping <laughs> those parts of yourself that maybe you don't love but are important because you know family I think that was super good I really fucking like this movie it was yeah I always really like the movie too. This is maybe the best animated movie that I saw this year. Yeah,
1: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because we'll, we'll get to Gankanto later. That's probably like the other yeah. one.
0: In, well, I mean, in the in only the other and, animated movies oh, I saw this year were some anime ones. And oh, some yeah. of those were good.
1: Oh, oh, there's a, there's another movie we need to talk about later, but yeah, let's talk about well, Mitchell's Versus movies. Machines. Oh, actually, yeah, wait, there's some good that... animated movies.
0: Uh, when did but... let me just check when this one came out? Because I'll talk about this quickly if it came out around this time. No,
1: I, I, we're already we're already on Mitchell's Versus Machines. We should probably keep going with this. Uh,
0: this, technically, this movie came out in 2019. I don't think it got to Australia until like 2020, but it's fine. <laughs> we it, took what movies have it. Uh, did you watch the Lupin the 3rd anime, like, the CG uh, no. movie? Oh,
1: that, no, that's, like that's, like, an anime thing. I, I, I this, is, this is not, like, an anime episode. No, I know, so. but... J- no, But, j- but yeah, I haven't it seen it either. Movie, <laughs> it is
0: a movie I think I saw in 2021. Yes. <laughs> I'll say
1: this, like, um, I'm treating, like, anime as, like, separate from this discussion. So, like, if there's a good anime I, I saw last year, I'm not gonna talk about it, because, like, I feel like you could make a whole episode just about talking about, you know, good anime that you've seen, that we've seen.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, I didn't watch a lot this year, so... I didn't oh, watch I mean, a lot I... either,
1: but, like, I feel like it should be a separate
0: discussion. For... Ah, fine, 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 fine. All right. There's only... Alright, so I guess, what's the next movie, I guess, to talk about? Well, we, mi- we haven't the Mitchell Shorts of
1: Machines is really fucking good. Like, so right, well, I guess
0: we'll keep talking about it. Yeah, because, like, what I, what I wanted to say is that, um...
1: It, it has a lot of things that... I usually don't like in movies. Like I I feel yes. like this movie on its surface is not something that I would like. Because mm. like it's a story you've seen a million times. I mean it, it's like the, you know, the Kermogheny or like you know the dad who is really old school and doesn't relate to his kids and then you know they're on a road trip where the kids or mainly like the daughter doesn't want to be on the road trip and they learn they bond over the road trip and they learn the you know, like, the importance of family, and they learn to rebuild their connection, and they learn to trust each other. And, like, it has all these fucking cliches that I've seen in a million movies. But, like, I just feel like it was just really well done here. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, they kind of acknowledge the fact that, like, okay, yeah, this dad is, like, he's lame and curmudgeony and cringy, and, the like, a lot of the lessons that he's giving, he kind of needs to reassess his idea of what it means to be a dad and wh- how young people should act and whether you know what kind of lessons they should be learning from their parents. And I think the the vocal performances are super good. Like, I forgot
0: this was Danny McBride. Yes. I, I j- like, when the credits came up and it was like, oh, Danny McBride, I'm like, really?
1: Yeah, he huh. just dis- he disappeared into this performance. Like, I just couldn't... I mean I can I can hear it now that I listen yes. to it but like I can't it doesn't actively stick out to me like oh god it's Danny McBride mm. like I don't, I just I cannot tell who was by watching the movie until mm. the credits yeah
0: and Ma- Maya Rudolph well yeah it's Maya Rudolph I, I can hear it <laughs> yeah Maya Rudolph you can hear her voice but she was also really good but she was really good she was very she had some of like the better comedic moments in the movie um because of her character just like this poor mom just being like, "Oh, my family's a nightmare." <laughs> yeah, like, but uh... I think this
1: movie was just really, really funny. Yes, uh, I like it. wasn't one of the funniest movies I've ever seen or anything, but it was probably the funniest animated movie I've seen in several years. Like,
0: I mean, the last, because- the last funniest one was probably Spider Verse. I think Spider Verse is
1: very. I I think it's I think it's, it's funny. This is
0: than Spider-verse. funnier than Spider Verse. I really like Spider Verse.
1: Spider Verse is pretty funny, but there yeah, this is funnier because like I feel oh, like infinitely. a lot of animated movies are just not trying to be funny anymore. If you know what I mean.
0: Well, again, it's a lot of like. Ugh. Eddie Murphy is a dragon, you know? Yeah, no, but there's
1: that element. But it's, like, a lot of animated movies, I feel like, are trying to go with this approach where they try to cover all of their bases of what an animated um, family movie should be. So, like, they, they throw in action they throw in heartfelt emotional moments they try to make the movie you know have a good message they tr- and they and they try to throw in comedy with that they they wanted to keep it light and keep it funny and they never go too far in any direction mm. and this movie has emotional moments and it technically has it has, has has action yeah, there's but like this is the first weird
0: action I've... scenes i think yeah
1: but this is the movie that i felt more than any other in a long time that was really trying actually was writing jokes
0: i mean yeah sorry keep going
1: yeah they were writing jokes to be funny and not writing jokes to like set the tone of the movie yeah not writing jokes to like to keep it like, uh huh we gotta keep the kids kind of engaged for a second. Oh, maybe the movie's getting too heavy. Maybe it's getting too boring at this point. Throw in a joke. Make the kids, like, giggle for, like, five seconds. And tell a it, slightly
0: adult joke to make the parents go, ah, this movie yeah, gets me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's
1: like, I feel like a lot of movies are just throwing in jokes to keep, like, this sense of levity throughout the entire runtime. And I, I feel like Marvel movies are also, also kind of doing that. But well, this yeah, is I, like... I've
0: discussed where it's like, why I think notoriously, for example, one of my favorite Marvel movies is Guardians of the Galaxy Two. The scene where they all pose and then Mantis gets hit and then Drax is like, "Mantis, watch out!" It's like, I think that's one of the worst jokes in like. The okay, movie. I
1: thought that was kind of funny.
0: No, because okay. I was like, Ugh, "What is this? like?" Because the tone is so weird at that point. It, it, it's it like, is. It is trying to we, break only it. because of only because of everything that's happened at that point in the movie, where it's like, okay, I first of all. I think the problem is I don't even like the bit where it's like, oh, the ac- the epic action pose, a la Avengers. I'm like, that's fine, whatever. And then the joke is like, that's also that's fine, whatever. So as a result, I'm just like, eh, I don't like this. <laughs> it's yeah, like I, I could it if was... you let, let me put it this way, if you removed that entire thing, nothing of value is lost. I think I genuinely know. it's like you could take out that whole that whole like ten second section, and it's like <laughs> nothing yeah, of value it, it is lost. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. But um yeah.
1: <laughs> Mitchell's best machines. Mitchell's machines good genuinely. Movie.
0: Yeah. Well, I think what really sums it up is, while yes, I laughed at some movie when I laughed at some movies this year, some harder than others. I think I genuinely had to pause the movie at one point while watching this with uh, my fiance, because um, she I don't think she had seen it and I hadn't either, and so we were just like watching it to be like, oh, apparently people say this is good. Let's give it a watch. I think it, yeah, no, I know which scene it is. It's the scene with the Roombas going down the escalator. Oh yeah, it, like the whole the I, whole I shopping mall was hilarious. Like, I, I saw, like I was like, oh, these Roombas are doing something. It's like, oh, I wonder what they'll do. It's like, are they just gonna nudge into their knees or something? Because like, what a Roombas gonna do? It's like, and they just fall down the fall down the escalators, and all they're saying is like, ow, 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 yeah. Ow. <laughs> it's like they're not. It's like, oh fuck, that's funny. Because like, I had to pause it and like genuinely just like breathe because like. I was, like I was dying of laughter, I, I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's funny." Um, but yeah, no, good movie. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Just go watch it. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, Legit. Now what's the next like good movie of the year? Good movie? Oh, not even good movie. Just movie. Because like, <laughs> I don't even know what the next one I saw was. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna do the old scroll through the movie list. Um, didn't watch it, although that'd be funny to talk about at some point. I which guess which one? Ah, uh, Corella.
1: I did not see it. I I kind of want to watch. I watched it the I heard... opening scene on Twitter just yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. it was so funny.
0: I, I've seen the shit post and I've seen the jokes about it. It's like, and at one po- so, so at some point I will watch it for like probably like you know a drunk viewing. a la like Dragon Ball Evolution or like uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. I'll do like a yeah. drunk watch with friends being like, isn't this movie a fucking mess? Uh, but I do not think I'll watch it like, A, by myself, B, sober. Because, <laughs> no, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, because um, we
1: like, um, we don't like these Disney remake movies. I fucking
0: hate them. Yeah, uh, they're, like... they like. Well, they're not, here's the thing, I can't call them the worst movies ever made, because on a technical level, they aren't failures. There yeah, are they're, movies they're that... are competent they, yeah. enough. But in terms of pure entertainment value and creativity and, like, enjoyment, they are some of my least favorite movies ever made. They,
1: they are creatively bankrupt in every yeah.
0: way. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, famously, I have not been able to sit through for more than, like, 10 minutes at a time before just being like, I can't watch this, I'm getting a headache from just how much I hate everything about this movie. Uh, and The Lion King was maybe the most boring thing i ever watched because it's like this is just the original movie but with really photorealistic animals and i guess that's supposed to be interesting even though it's the most boring thing ever yeah uh it had one funny scene which was spoiled to me by twitter but it's, it was still funny when i saw it oh long li- live oh yeah <laughs> oh my god the fa fe- the slap and then and then oh. like mufasa and... As he falls, and Kid Simba's like, "No, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of not acting in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Famously not acting in that scene." Um. Uh. Okay. Here, how many of these are just going to be like animated movies? Because there was a there was a few good animated movies this there year. There were quite a
1: few, yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk about Gay Fish the movie. Gay Fish the movie. Okay, I, I yes. love. I liked Luca. It was fun and comfy. Luca was really good. I liked Luca. It Luca was very was pleasant. It was the most, um, like, kind of indie film that Pixar's released in a while. This was very indie film, in do my opinion. What,
1: do, do you know what it reminded me of?
0: What? Ghibli movies. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really put that together until, I think, like, a week after I watched it, but I was like, if you told me that was a Hayao Miyazaki movie that someone redid in CG, I'd believe you. Yeah, it like, very it has the, Hayao. I mean, it
1: has the plot of, like... You know, you could feel like this would be a movie that got released in between like Kiki's Delivery Service and Porco Rosso or some shit. Like yeah. this I, is exactly the, like <laughs> Yeah, this is exactly the kind of movie that Miyazaki would make. I mean, it's just about kids, their innocence of kids, there's some supernatural elements, but it's just them in a small town doing really mundane basic
0: things. Like the fact that the plot is like, oh, these two kids want a Vespa. It's like, huh? So that's really it. Cool.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so coo- simple. There's, like, no stakes.
0: Yes, uh, no it's, stakes. It's just
1: they, they want a Vespa. There mm. kind of are stakes, but that gets into, like... Th- yeah, like... I mean, I... I can't be- yeah, I can't believe people watch that movie and don't know that it's a gay movie.
0: Yeah, like, okay, I talked about this with people where they were like... I, I uh, Again, I watch a lot of things with my fiance, and we brought that up. I'm like, he's meant to be gay, right?
1: He's obviously... Okay, well, I'm not gonna say that the characters are canonically gay, but I'm telling you that everything about the movie is a gay allegory yeah, and it's I so, it's
0: coded so hard it, it's it not is funny.
1: it is so heavily coded. That I one I refuse to believe that it, that it's um accidental. Yeah. yeah like the directors have said oh it's not that was, that's unintentional but we're, we're happy for people to interpret it that way if they want like no motherfucker you know what you're you like you're doing yeah because you, you, every-
0: you snuck it past Papa Disney and he just didn't notice
1: <laughs> yeah because because everything about it matches works as an allegory like the idea of um you
0: hiding know, your being, true yeah, self
1: yeah. Being from another world, like, I guess, like, ha- having to hide your true self, only finding connection in people who are, like, um, I guess, similar, like, to, similar, you. To, similar to you, um, being, feeling that, like, if people find out who the real you, that they're going to, like, kill you, they're going to persecute, persecute you. Mm. Um, there was literally, like, a moment in the movie, like, I think I talked about this before, yeah. where, like, we the, oh, well, if you keep going up to the surface, we're going to send you to live with your uncle. And I'm, like, there. There's a fucking conversion therapy they're, metaphor we have day camps in a to fucking Disney movie. Yeah, we have like,
0: day camps to fix yeah, you Yeah, they
1: literally are like, yeah, we're going to send you to this place. where they are going to fix you. They're going to fix the, like, you know, wanting to go to the surface out of you. It's time like, to pray
0: the gay away, Luca.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then... Yeah, like the movie ends and it's literally like they reveal the true selves as as the monsters, and then like, and then like that annoying you know the villain kid, yes. <laughs> the annoying Italian stereotype. To be fair, he was just he like, was
0: very funny though. <laughs>
1: he was very funny. Yeah, he's just like, what? They're monsters. How can they win? And then everyone is just this like, okay. But yeah, everyone is okay, bullshit, yeah, everyone it is okay an an with them movie. being fish people and then claps. Like that doesn't make sense unless it's a metaphor. Like yeah, like, like this is like, like yeah. Like how how do you read into
0: this? And like, that, yep,
1: it was just a movie about a bunch of fish people.
0: It's not even. That, like, I would say it's even like there's even like, even ignoring subtext. I think there's just text that's just yeah. like no. Maybe Luca's not gay, um. But what's his name? Oh yeah, the other character, the the, the one who's played boy. by that actor I like. <laughs> um. I'll just look it up uh it's alberto Al- Albelter. alberto alberto yes. i was gonna say bruno but that's, that's who Grazer. we don't talk about uh ha references Dude, uh, yeah. but, he
1: literally like feels jealousy over like luca's connection to other people in this movie
0: yeah like when he like, was hanging hanging out with um what the her yeah and angela or something
1: julia apparently
0: julia oh yeah julia yeah it is julia julia because I yes. remember all the gestating. It's very um, Italian. because it's with Italian. The G-I-U. I it. I do like it. Um, but yeah, like there's a moment where he gives like Luke a side eye because he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna go to school with Julia." It's like, "All right, you two yeah. have fun." Mm. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's
1: it's so clear in that movie that I mean, what what like, the character arc, and then you can read into it what it means metaphorically, um, the character is very clearly has abandonment issues, and feels like this is, Luca's the only person who can connect with him, and so if Luca makes other friends, and they connect with other people, that he'll be left alone, that he'll, you know, be left behind, and no one will will ever want to hang out with him, no one will want to, you know, be his friend and be his connection, because, well, he's, he's, did his parents abandon him? Like, his, what was the we don't know about what was the backstory?
0: Mom, we don't know about mom a hundred percent. His dad just abandoned him.
1: Yeah, like, and there was like that was such a like such it a was such a great moment. It was clearly like a metaphor for but like, like yeah. being being kicked out for your, by your parents for being gay. Like, come on, like there there's just so many elements in this movie where I'm like i don't get how you could contextualize this outside of the idea that the outside of the subtext
0: yeah it's pretty clearly about this it's like i yeah. i i will i don't want to hear arguments about like like yeah because it's like no there's just so much um yeah. e- evidence in the movie that that is what it's about
1: yeah it, it, it's very clear, so... Mm. But, yeah, I mean, even regardless of the metaphor, um, it, it's just a fun movie. It's a very pleasant movie. I can't really imagine anyone hating it. Like, I mean, nothing really terrible or stupid happens. The characters are likable. The um,
0: mm.
1: movie's funny enough. Um, it, It's very good-looking. It's, like...
0: It's the, one the of lip... the prettier-looking... Yeah, um... it's,
1: like, the level of detail for such, like, simplistic um character designs... Yes. Like... It, it's weird how you look at, like, such a round, like, just bobblehead-looking character, and yet, like, this texture of, of their skin and the, their hair and, like, the level of detail of, of the water is just, like...
0: It was, um... It, you know what it's it like, was? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. To me, it felt like it's what Incredibles 2 was trying to do, because the yeah. while I like, In- I like Incredibles 2 more than most people, a big problem with that movie is, while the animation is 100% better than the original... It has this weird problem of Bradbird's cartoony designs with way too much detail. Like, there's... The skin should not be that realistic on that cartoony design. It needs to be pulled back a bit. Yeah. And as I think Luca gets that perfect, where it's like, you can see the details, but they're not, like, so detailed that's like, this is kind of weird to look There at. was something about it
1: that looked better. Like, it, mm. it, I could... I found it easier to... to stomach and appreciate you know this kind of weird you know high level of detail these character designs yeah a
0: hundred percent um i'm trying to find um... the next what was the what was the next big movie i watched because i think i think at some point you're gonna have to chime in because you watched a lot more movies than me (laughs) i yeah like oh actually um... you know what's one we both watched and we can both talk about which was really good this year The Suicide Squad. Oh, the fucking suicide Suicide squad. It was so fucking good. It was so fucking good. Okay, okay. Um We should have talked about this, but like we were in that weird point of the podcast where the year where we didn't want to do a podcast.
1: Yeah, but we also didn't have enough we probably didn't have enough other things to talk about to make a full episode. No, like, but like, I, Suicide I don't,
0: Squad was so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I don't think it's it wasn't like Zack Snyder Justice League tier. W- but this is a better movie than Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, definitely. but, it, it but like have it, as much to it talk wasn't about. as it wasn't as packed with shit to talk about because yeah. it wasn't
0: a four-hour movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like Suicide Squad is just like they do not make comic book f- films like this. It was like like
0: this... Everything about it was so good.
1: Like, this is a director who they obviously gave infinite freedom to just do whatever the fuck he wanted. And it really paid off in a super memorable, super entertaining movie that has lots of, like, things to dig into. Like, levels of, like, really interesting structure and aesthetic. And uh, it's just a cool-as-fuck movie. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. Like, um, it's because bit... you could. Sorry, yeah, you go. Uh, yeah, you've got it. Into how do you feel about the first movie?
0: I mean, yeah, I really don't like you, it. I and this you... movie is, in my opinion, the antithesis of that, which is that it, it isn't. It so uses different. it uses good, vi- it uses cool visuals and music and transitions, but well, you have like a ama- like, and also really interesting. I think it it does like a perfect um like adaptation of what are admittedly really dumb and goofy comic book designs. Like, how do you make Peacemaker look, like, not shit? It's... As someone who enjoys comics and Peacemaker's design, it's it's a goofy fucking design. He's wearing this weird silver dollop thing, gold toilet seat, as the movie points out. Yeah, on the he's, he's
1: literally wearing a toilet seat. That's what it looks like, at least. Uh,
0: uh, on that note, I, we, I am it's not relevant now but I need to watch that peacemaker show because we should John watch the main that TV enemy. show but yeah, apparently it's not John's bad. I knew John Cena was funny but holy shit, he's so good in this movie
1: yeah um what this movie does really well um, which is that they really lean into the idea of like not just what the suicide squad is meant to be but they lean into the idea that like because of the fact that we want to kill characters Let's just take random characters, just complete no name, you have never heard of in your life characters from the Arm comic fall books, off boy. and yeah, just throw them in, and you and everyone is just like, who the fuck is this? And it doesn't like on one hand like a good these are characters you don't care about, so when they die, it's just like you're not too invested, but like it's memorable. But yeah. it's also like the characters that they do let like, live for a while. They are so. They gave them such memorable characterization like polka dot for man. such yeah for such like a shit concept of a character.
0: Like, like polka, polka dot man.
1: <laughs> yeah, like take this super super degrade. Was he a Batman villain? Polka I dot believe
0: man? Like, he was a Batman or a Superman villain. Yeah, but even like, in like, the comics, he's like he's not even as cool as in this movie because in this movie he has like some weird energy polka dots. In the comics, he's like. My polka dot has a gun, and he, its like so yeah, like, your superpower repels itself. It's
1: fuck! <laughs> like, like nobody with this character design is gonna be menacing. So yeah, like don't make him menacing. Play him like obviously for laughs and a, a bit pathetic. But like, they—they they give such details to his character that like, his patheticness it becomes like you want to root for him by the end. He has like an amazing character arc in this movie.
0: And and there's like just but like again and like again. James Gunn is so fucking funny. Like, I think one of the... Like, there are so many good bits. I think one of the funniest bits in the movie when we were watching it with a friend of ours... Um, is the bit where Harley Quinn, like, kills the governor of the city. Oh, like, yeah, like, no, wait, wait, yeah. I've been in bad relationships. I know the signs, and this is... So, it's like, and I think killing kids is a good sign to call it quits or something. Yeah. He's just dying on the floor, like... It, that Ugh. was just...
1: It was just... It was, like, a perfect retort to, like, the previous movie. It, uh... it, it was a perfect retort, I guess, to, like, the cliche or, like, the origin of Harley Quinn as a character. Like, oh this is just joker's girlfriend who who puts up with his abusive tendencies the whole fucked up nature of the joker because well she's crazy and she's uh, has attachment issues and like so and then like yeah just ha- have her grow as a character and be like oh yeah like you're bad news so i'm just gonna kill you instantly
0: yeah can't can't be having that
1: yeah, like the minute he talks about like killing children and doing evil things we're just like, "Well, I guess I have to kill him now."
0: Yeah, it's like, "Ah, but you're so hot. Damn it." Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I think there's, you there's look, so many good bits with like Yeah, Harley. I think you look
1: much better this way, like, you know, with your beautiful face and with without all those ugly thoughts in your head. <laughs>
0: I think like, this movie, because I still haven't seen Birds of Prey, but this movie made me realize: okay, Margot Robbie doesn't suck as Harley Quinn. It's just Suicide Squad is a yeah. shitty movie. She, with she's her a in
1: good. It. She's a good casting. She fits the character. You just got to give her good material, and then don't is like i don't
0: know what you call it sex symbol hot, I don't know. yeah hot topic like fucking it,
1: yeah. like slutty like um halloween costume yeah harley <laughs> that that was her entire character design yeah. it was designed to be a halloween costume like
0: this again she has some of the funnier moments in this movie and I, I wouldn't have expected that if you told me it's like margot robbie's harley quinn from um david ayer's suicide squad is one of the funnier parts of like james gunn's suicide squad i'd be like you're lying to me it's like yeah like, but no she's like great in this where she has like the bit at the beginning where they're on the beach and like flula i forget the name of his character but like javelin yeah or whatever. um he literally javelin. his
1: character's name is javelin because what like, else are you going to remember about his character yeah and she,
0: he's like it's like take this and and he dies and she's like starts slapping his face be like and hey what? hey what what do you want <laughs> what else i meant to do like <laughs> ah he just died. He didn't ah, finish the sentence. It. It's like, yeah, damn it. And then there's, oh, so much in this movie. I need to watch yeah, it again. I admire really the
1: bravery of the concept. Like, I, like I saw it coming, but, mm. like, the idea oh, yeah, of just... We, int-
0: we, you pointed out to me that it's like, ever notice how these, these two groups of characters are not in the same trailer? It's like, yeah. Yeah, there were two <laughs> squads
1: from the beginning. You could tell what was going to happen. But just the bravery to, like, cast all these famous people. Like, there's some, you know, there was Nathan Fillion, um... Pete Davidson. They brought back Boomerang to put in that squad as well. Uh, uh, Michael like, yeah. Rooker.
0: He's becoming. Yeah. He's not, like, Michael Rooker huge, from but, like, the Guardians is, movies, of course. Yeah.
1: Like yeah, so like, like bringing these characters and like uh, you put them in these costumes and you advertise them everywhere. Like, they, they got advertisers like as like members of the squad, and then they're just like oh yeah, they're here to die in the first ten minutes in like a the most bloody just chaotic oh way. yeah like
0: i think i think it was where like pete davidson's head just got shot off i was like oh okay. I, oh I my god <laughs> when well,
1: they shot him in the face and his face just literally came off there was just a crater in this man's
0: head yeah it's like there that was there like was, well, there was his face it is gone now <laughs> they, this is not a pg-13 movie <laughs> well because i knew it was going to be violent but i was like oh okay yeah. we, like, we aren't it, it was
1: it was like james gunn telling the audience yeah we're not fucking around like, like we're just gonna kill characters all throughout this movie.
0: Yeah, and it, it, that that scene is that scene has like some like gruesome, just gory but fun deaths. Like you have arm fall off boy, like getting shot in his arms, which causes him to yeah. die because they're still attached to him. It's like God, this movie. Um, and just like I don't know, I don't want to gush on it forever, but it's like it's a great is, movie. I mean, th- I mean, yeah. it's just it is the best DC movie. Out of the current, it, slate? To, to me, to me, it's no question. Like this is the best DC yeah. EU movie. Because like the it only is... one close, in my opinion, is like Shazam. Shazam, I think, is also really good, but yeah. I think this is better. Oh, like this, this is, well, this is, is like, just. Yeah
1: stylistically so cool there are so many like memorable fun characters who give really good performances um the script is just really entertaining it's just really well paced I love the, like yeah, the wise. structure of the movie I, I love like the aesthetics like you know how they didn't quite go for the Guardians thing where everything is so retro like
0: they kind of just well, it was made very this... Vietnam wasn't it yeah that it was... W- it
1: was a it was like a Vietnam war movie with like very comic book aesthetics
0: yeah and and I think that's the biggest thing is this is probably the most uh there might be a more comic book movie but at least of like the last five or six years this is the most this is just a comic book comic book movie yeah. Like, I think the one before that I said was Shazam and even like this blows that out of the war it's like and, oh. and it
1: felt so comic booky because it was so standalone like it, it barely acknowledged the first movie at all it pretty much didn't acknowledge the first movie yeah. and and you could see like this movie never getting a sequel because there's no plot threads left to go like it's just a no. story of a bunch of guys going on an island to do this one mission because why do they do the mission? The same reason the suicide suicide squad does any mission because they have to like they, yeah. they want to get they they die if they don't <laughs> well and that was so. the other
0: like really interesting part of it was that like right at the end of the movie it's like by the way here's this here's this huge like political message about like the american government and like it's offshore like um activities and stuff where it's like oh yeah there's this giant space alien star thing that's killing all these things because the america left it here and experimented on it and wall is like Yep, that's the plan. Leave. It's like yeah. you're done here. This this is like the plan. This isn't our. This isn't this isn't our job. Who gives a shit? As long as no one finds out that like the American government was involved. Who gives a shit? And it's so, like that's really like I don't know. Like yeah, it, like it it, uh, yeah.
1: it wasn't um, like a fully explored theme or anything, but it, it was. It made sense for the setting, especially because like you can't set a movie in Latin America. And the plot is that they get hired by the U.S. government. I feel like you have to address the fact that, like, yeah, like, the U.S. government has a long fucking history of, one, like, having coups to overthrow, um, like, you know, like, Latin American you know, Latin American democratically elected leaders, sometimes they, they're also overthrowing dictators, but like, mm. you know, the point is like, yeah, America's done a lot of fucked up thing, in, fucked up things in that region, and they've covered up a lot of the evidence, they did anything wrong, they've done a lot of experimenting on like innocent people, or even just, or, not even innocent people, but like even prisoners deserve some sort of like human rights, and what they did to like the people of, um, what, what is it, culto like, um, I think so. Yeah, something, like, something like that. Yeah, that's the name of the island in this movie. Like, yeah, like they're literally turning them into like fucking starfish slaves. Well, like like, 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 gnaw like off their
0: face. And to quote Rick Flagg, they experimented on children. It's like, yeah, uh. like it's
1: fu- so fucked up. And yeah, it's very true to life. Um, the mo- the movie just tonally was just a complete, um, really. Big fresh uh, breath of fresh air it was super memorable mm. um like my take I mean honestly I thought it was the best comic book movie of the year legit it I, I, I think that I, I like this movie better than spider-man and that yeah guess that's
0: as much as I fanboyed and really liked spider-man it's like yeah but this is just a better film I feel like this is just a better movie, and yeah.
1: like I, I, Spider-Man gets all the attention because of the events that happen in the movie, like the you know, like the the, the people that appear and the fan service, mm. and the character arc is also very good. But like yeah. this movie, I mean, visually um visually speaking acting in terms of like acting from all the performances not just the main character mm-hmm. like acting wise the cinematography like some of the, the sets and you know the costumes just like ah, just everything about it i just i just really love this movie it's mm. really really good um, it's, um might be one, it might be one of my favorite comic book movies like ever like it's, oh it's, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's in, a, in
0: my top it's, five it'd probably it, be like very high up there it's too.
1: definitely in my top 10 I, when i think about it and like yeah great fucking movie
0: I think there's, there's three more movies to think of that we've both seen that we both probably have something to talk about with, so I think we'll just go through those. Uh, I might leave the biggest one for last, just so that way we end on that. Uh, so I guess I'll start with... This is one we've recently watched, so our thoughts are pretty fresh on this. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, we watched that, and that's a 2021 movie. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, we, uh, that's on Netflix. That was a
0: good movie. <laughs> that was a good movie.
1: It was a... Uh... It was a good, good movie. movie. I don't know, um, because like I'm not a big fan of like yes. musicals. We'll have an episode uh, yeah, about Anthony it. Anthony knows <laughs> this. Anthony knows this pretty well. I mean, I cannot talk for an entire episode. We will, about musicals. We will talk I for half an episode about an, how
0: you don't like musicals. I don't
1: have an, an I don't have enough to say.
0: Um, I'll force you but to watch yeah, musicals. Then story. We'll, then we'll talk about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's an interesting story because it it is like um it is kind of like a meta, not really a meta movie but it's a musical about a guy who made about you know the creator of a actual musical the creator of like several musicals. Ah, uh, um, uh,
0: Jonathan. The, he's the creator of exactly three musicals, as far as I'm aware.
1: Two that got two that got released.
0: <laughs> uh, what one which is very very one famous. which was very very famous and and yes. a lot of people so this don't is about like Jonathan but some Larson.
1: People... <laughs> Yes, this is about Jonathan Larson, uh, the creator Rent. of the musical Rent, which is very famously about uh, people living with HIV, living with AIDS, and just, you know, dealing with everything that comes with and that. And also being artistes the 90s.
0: in the 90s, with a yeah. lot of finger snapping and jazz clubs. I don't know. <laughs> whatever that music yeah, is about. Yeah, this is
1: kind of, about, I guess, like the, the tragic life of Jonathan mm. Larson, who was really, you know, who was trying to make it as, um, what is the word for someone who makes a musical?
0: Because um, like he wrote the music and the book, so I don't know the term for, like, someone who does both of those things. I guess just, like, not playwright because that's not what it is. But Okay,
1: it's described as a It's he they describe him as a composer so I'm just going to call him Yeah, cuz he writes he
0: writes the music, but he also writes the book of a musical so I don't know what the term is for someone who does both. Yeah. Cuz like yeah, you just call the person who writes but, like, the music the composer.
1: Yeah, but this this movie like focuses on the the early career or n- not really even a career. You are uh, early, you know, just the beginnings of um Jonathan when he was like pretty much nobody knew who he was he hadn't done anything of note and he was just trying to write like a musical that would get him some sort of attention and would make him famous that would start it's, his career yeah. and i think it's pretty yeah i think it's a pretty relatable movie for i guess for a lot of people especially if you watch a lot of movies or you've watched really you watch a lot of things which is that you know the, the desire to be creative the want to do something with your life, and feeling like, you know, time has passed you by, and that, like, you haven't achieved anything that you really wanted to do by that age that you've reached, and that you don't know whether, you know, you have the talent or the creativity for people to really be interested in, you know, what you want, or you have a creative block and you can't, you know, manage to get the work done, and, like, all of the troubles of, you know, going through that headache of trying to get started in an industry where you really don't have any help you don't have any support
0: yeah it's um well because that's the main crux of the movie really is that he's it's the week before he turns 30 or the week that he turns 30 um yeah it's literally the movie set out in days it's day one two three four five and six and then seven on the day he actually turns and which is that's where the movie ends um but i think so speaking of someone who likes musicals the best part about this movie i think is how it translates musical scenes from what was originally a like it's i think even nowadays it's only like a free person production with like maybe a few more roles thrown in there like in different productions but like realistically this is a one there's like a free man or free person show um and how it chooses to translate like scenes that wouldn't have had an original musical scene accompanying them and how it chooses to portray them is really interesting like a lot of musical to movie adaptations fucking suck um <laughs> to put it bluntly um so seeing one this good that like handles musicals and sh- shows them in interesting ways and has like the songs pre- presented both like diegetically and non-diegetically and having it not feel like weird or like out of place or goofy or dumb it it, it works really yeah. well to like make you go okay i accept what's happening and it looks and it and more importantly it looks good
1: <laughs> yeah that's definitely one of the interesting aspects which is apparently like the, what the original musical is the, the original musical Tick Tick Boom um, is a musical about Jonathan Larson um, trying to write his first musical yes. which ends up failing and then he ends up making Tick Tick Boom about the process of, of writing yeah, that earlier the... musical and Sorry, so it's, yeah, it's it just...
0: the framing device of the yeah, movie and so... essentially yeah and it's
1: interesting so how you get scenes where it's not just like in typical musical the characters are talking and they just break out into the song, but like they show you the real scene or at least and an, like a recreation of the scene of this guy's real life, and then they'll do the musical element as a in universe recreation like a musical recreation of that scene in yeah, the actual only... movie as he's telling there's the story only two later
0: times I think where that doesn't happen, so there's the um, oh, what is it? There's the Sunday song. I think the Sunday is purely set.
1: Yeah, that, that seemed like it was actually in, like, that was But it's non-diegetic the as well, so still... it's like, yeah.
0: Because, like, yeah. I think that's part of the musical, but they don't break away from it at any point to show him in the current day, like, reflecting on it. Because I don't think there really is anything to reflect on. And then I think the, um, the song he the song that he spends like the entire movie writing i don't think we ever cut back to the current day to look at it i think it's purely shown through the two lenses that it's viewed in which are both in the present of the events uh not like there's no cutbacks to like the present of him performing tick tick boom um for the one night only thing um but yeah
1: yeah, and, and I guess I guess it needs to be said with this movie, um, Andrew Garfield is, he's is super good in it. <laughs> he's really um, good. Yeah, he's amazing. And then like this this is the movie if you don't know this is the movie that he's actually trying to promote. This is the movie that he's actually meant to be talking about in all of those, you know, those YouTube clips you've seen where he's talking Jimmy about the But you like
0: Spider-Man. so like uh, you're in that wha, Spider-Man movie. Wha. I don't know. I'm assuming that's how they talk. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: I heard you're in uh yeah, Spider-Man. He's, like, he's a photo of you in Spider-Man. Uh
0: fake news. Uh <laughs>
1: insert uh that, that that that's not me and like they caught you in 4K. Man, four, How they get you in
0: 4K. in 4K? This is the clearest shit I've ever seen in my the life. There are that are, like, less clear than this. It's like, we know it was you. Yeah. Like, um, like, and I, I loved that, like, this, because it's really funny to watch those interviews where you could just see Andrew Garfield sweating bullets like oh, guys the the speculation <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> the about stuff I tells you but back to my movie please uh,
1: Spider-Man <laughs> I I've never heard of that I've well, never I heard think,
0: of I love the joke where it's like I want him to keep doing that in interviews for years to come where they're like so you were yeah, oh, yeah anytime like, so they are. ask him
1: about it like hey I, I really love yeah, I loved doing do you in No Way Home. Like, uh, I, um, I wasn't look, in that movie. Perhaps talking about my award-winning
0: <laughs> work in Tick, Tick, Boom. I I wasn't in any other movies this. I wasn't <laughs> in another movie this year. I'm so confused. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I but like genuinely, like he is really good in this, and it shows that like, and this is something I brought up while we were watching. It's like this is why I don't accept when people like Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast was like. Well, she just can't sing. W- what do you want her to do? They have to auto tune and do that. It's like, cut to fucking Andrew Garfield. Just like, oh, by the way, I could do this. I just yeah. trained for a year or so. It's like, fucking Jesus, man. You can actually sing. Christ.
1: Yeah. People can definitely train yeah. to sing it's, decently. It's, like, it's really just comes down to, well, like, time how and money well, they want right. to make the movie yes time and money well no we that's my the problem
0: the with world. it is <laughs> it's like when people are like well she just can't sing what do you want her to do it's like you have the biggest corporation in the world behind her you can pay for a few fucking singing lessons and get her to sing right yeah
1: it was kind of like ah, oh, what's the point of teaching her singing lessons well because we're just gonna get ariana Grande yeah. to dub over the song I mean, anyway. and they didn't even
0: do that but yeah
1: they they did like I mean they, they released a cover of Beauty and the Beast by Ariana Grande and that like was a No, like, no, the I, I know. I mean like I'm pretty much. <laughs> that no, was like that was the whole adverse no, no. though like, she never No, never in sings
0: the, movie, the movie they don't dub over her, which would make yeah in what, the movie she's not in sense, it. But like but anyway, because Ariana Grande could actually sing like yes. But the
1: version of the song that you're gonna listen to, I mean, you're, yes. <laughs> you're gonna listen to the original. But if you're gonna listen to a ver, if you're gonna listen it's to like, Ariana, a newer yeah. version of that song. You're, you're mm. going to listen to Ariana, you're not going to listen to fucking
0: Emma um, Watson. <laughs> yeah, Tick Tick Boom was really good. The only problem I have with it is, is something that a lot of people have a problem with with Rent too, which is, this is a story about the gay and AIDS crisis. Well, in a way, this is more about Rent than it is about Tick Tick Boom, but it's like, this is a story about the gay and AIDS crisis through the lens of a straight white man who never had AIDS. So it's a little...
1: Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I'm fine with it. I mean, it's not trying no. to be about rent, the No, rent. Again, that's more because, like, rent
0: than it is this.
1: It, it, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a subject in the in, in the film. it's happening in the background because mm. it informs the guy's life. And really, this is about this guy because I mean, the, there's a reason why they make the movie about this guy. I mean, I, I don't know who doesn't mm. actually know what happened to him. But like, yeah, like there's a reason why it's mm. centered on his experience and his and what he learned guess, and, and everything. That's another
0: thing I didn't. Um, I didn't hate, but it was a bit odd. It's it's just a thing with these kind of movies in generals where they end with like and then his musical released and everyone loved it. It's like eh, can we just end the story where he died because that's the end of the story for him at least? Like because we know that. I don't, I I, uh, I I find it no, weird. No, I'm it's not, like, I, okay. And then and this is why we're making a movie about him because this is the actual important part of his life. Because like the movie doesn't the movie doesn't go into him making don't- rent it's like it ends there and it's like and then he made that thing that people talk about. It, it It felt a bit odd to be, it just feels odd to be like and here's what we actually remember him for. Because that's what it feels like. It feels like this is what we actually remember Dr. Um, Marsden for. A thing that he never saw and never like um, never really saw the fruits of his labor. Which is in and of itself a very it, interesting yes. and yeah. sad and fascinating event. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm... I, I honestly I, I don't mm-hmm. really agree with that at, at, all, at all. Like um I think that I think that biopics in general should be more focused because like yes, I mean people's lives obviously when they end that's like that's the rest of the story but like you you really risk the the movie just getting too bloated and having no focus and you need to cover so much ground and needing to cut and you need but that's what i'm saying don't
0: don't cover the rent part well
1: you know why it's not about the rent part right
0: well yeah because i don't think it well i actually don't know but it's because it's
1: an adaptation of tick tick boom before that's what i'm saying
0: so don't but then don't focus on the rent part because that's not part of the story but they're not
1: focused but they didn't focus on the rent part i mean they, they, they don't no, need, in the they end nev- they never ca- they that's never that's how
0: they book that's how they bookend yeah and they
1: book in the movie because the that's movie. what happened in his life but like it's not like the movie was like oh i'm writing this musical and it's failing and then oh i'm gonna write this new musical hmm i should write this musical afterwards let's talk about this this musical that will eventually become rent like they never they never mention rent to the movie until like they, they say it in the credits of like the very
0: very end No, but that's what I mean. I don't... Because that's what I mean. It's not even a part of the movie in the movie. So it seems weird to bookend it with that. I I don't know what you're trying to say. Are are you trying to say that there should be more of it or less of it? I'm saying... I, I don't mind if it's there, if the movie... If the movie was about, or at least had partially referenced it, like, in the actual thing. Like, obviously we know it's like, he has two... He has several gay, bisexual friends and whatever who, um, got AIDS, um, throughout the film, it's, I think, like, two or three of his friends do, I think? Yeah, so, like, they the, sure. the HIV. Yes. yes, HIV and AIDS, sorry, yes, should be clear about that, um, uh, but so, like, so, yes, it's, there is that kind of, like, pre-nub of, no uh, not pre-nub, sorry, there's that pre-establishment of, um, here is the, here is probably what led to him creating Rent, but it's not, it's not the focus of the movie. The focus is about yeah, him I mean, and this it's... failing musical and what it meant, and then it's
1: the...
0: I don't know. I don't really agree with that because this is a
1: biopic movie and these are real experiences in that guy's life that obviously didn't pay off immediately by the end of this movie. But like, I mean, you like if you take out those elements, you're just kind of just ignoring, like that guy's inner I'm circle not take out, I'm, not saying, I'm
0: not saying take out the elements of his friends who were real people who suffered these things what i'm saying is i just don't like the book ending of this story with something that isn't part of the story i just think it's odd i mean the movie doesn't end with
1: rent though it ends with like him no um... but it does though
0: because it ends with rent as a result if it ended with his musical tick tick boom or like because that's how it ends because it's him ending performing okay. tick tick boom it doesn't end yeah on. the movie l- keeps l- going l- and shows rent it's not actually in the credits it, the it credits doesn't it. It... no no no. because hold on you're okay, remembering okay. wrong
1: they, they show you footage of rent but like it's there for like a few minutes yeah i know and i like, don't like it and, and,
0: and no it, it's pretty much is the credits it's like the bit right before the credits yes i know that's what i'm saying so it's that's not the but that means it's not the end of the movie Sorry, that that means it is the end of the movie because it's the last thing before the credits. That's what I'm trying to say. It is the it is the end of his story, though. Like no, but it's not the end of this story because this story is okay, about. Okay, but like,
1: okay, I I don't know. I feel like this is a weird semantic thing. It though. is.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying that is my thing. So it's like I agree that this is kind of nitpicking and pedantic, but that is how I feel. You asked me, it's like why do you think it's like? Well, this is why. I know it's weird, weird and nitpicky and pedantic, but that's it. it. Is like. I don't yeah, that's a
1: really weird criticism. I don't think I can think of another movie where like that would be a problem. Like, I mean, it's not like the, it's not like it didn't tie at all into the themes of the movie. I mean, no, there were it, themes th- that con- there were themes that connected all throughout the movie that eventually lead up to him creating
0: rent. I know, but I just think that it's again, I just think that the story ends with him performing. Like the actual tick-tick boom that we see as the framing device, and I feel like that should be the end of the movie. Like, in the credits, if you want to do it in the credits, and this is what he did, and this is what happened, and this is what became all of him. Right, right. But as the actual framing device of the movie, it just seems a bit odd to add on the additional element of, and here's an additional framing device about, like, rent, Because the movie also begins with that. The movie... No, the, well, the, the, movie, the movie is about, um...
1: Okay, the movie be- okay, I'm literally like watching the movie right now. Oh, okay, good. Okay, so the movie begins with archival footage of the opening of, of Red. That's I mean, what I'm it saying. shows you
0: what a That's what I'm saying. I would prefer if that archival opening wasn't there and then the end bit wasn't there. If you want to include that in the credits, okay. fine. <laughs> I no, don't like dude, it in it, the movie. No, dude,
1: it it literally is the credits. Like I'm watching the movie. Like literally, like okay, the last scene of the movie, the the second last scene of the movie is him performing Tick Tick Boom. Yes. The the last scene of the movie is years before he comes up with Tick Tick Boom. It you it's rent? it's literally him no, 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 what? You know that? What? What do you mean? Why 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 would you say why did you say rent? I mean I said I said years before Tick Tick Boom. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, right, 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 sorry. Yeah. So the the movie, the last scene of the movie is just him having his thirtieth birthday party, and then it goes straight to credits, and the credits eventually show you some footage. Um, wait, does it even show
0: you footage from Brent? I don't even know if it does. Like, I'm sure it did. Maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I'm sure it did. Okay. I thought the cre- I like... thought the credits was an actual. I thought the credits were actual. Jonathan Larson. Footage, because that was the point I thought. Yeah, it
1: is actual Jonathan Larson footage, but like,
0: because there was definitely a bit at the end where they're like, "and here's rent." I remember it. So, so okay, okay, no, but I'm I'm literally watching. Okay, then what do I? What am I remembering? So, like, okay. What do you? I don't know what you're remembering. So i it okay, literally go Maybe this goes isn't an to th- of the movie. Maybe I'm forgetting something. Yeah, I feel like you're
1: misremembering the movie. Like you, you have like a Mandela effect, and like you're, you're conflating different scenes and different parts of the movie. I might
0: be. Okay, ignore like my last twelve minutes of criticism. They're basically not... Yeah, this is
1: like a whole, like whole sidetrack ramble about something that isn't even true. Okay, okay. Like, at the very least, but there's, the, no, okay. there's, no, there's no, there's no scenes from that. The, there's actually I, no scenes okay, from no, Ren
0: in the movie. There is the thing at the beginning. <laughs> Slide. at the
1: beginning yes, yes that
0: is it. okay that is literally it they take all my criticism about the end of the movie my and God. just slide it at the front i was
1: you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta remember these movies probably before you talk about
0: them. i we oh watched it God. once like last week yeah uh, and i haven't watched it since and while i really liked it yeah i Admit that that was probably not my best criticism of a thing that I barely remembered from this movie.
1: It was. It was. It was a solid
0: movie. Yes, it was a bit. But yeah, with even that said, very good movie. One of the better movies I've seen this year. And but I haven't seen a lot, so that's not. I I would say that's yeah. Um, it it was it was okay. It was so. So speaking of Lin Lin Manuel Miranda musicals, it's finally time to talk about it. Um, Encanto. Uh, a movie I really liked. It is probably the best modern Disney movie in my opinion. And you think it's okay?
1: <laughs> it was okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. No. Ah! Yeah. No, that's that. Fine.
1: Honestly. Yeah. Actually, I, I. I. actually don't. I'm not actually gonna defer from what I said. It's just okay. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Um, you, know I mean? you don't have to like it. I just think it's really fucking good. I think
1: it's. I. I there. There are many things I have to say about it. Um. All right. if I... I not actually, there's not actually that much, but... Oh, okay. Um, let, let, I how mean, about I you just ran to, like, how about six minutes, just so you go. How about you just, like, start with... No, you just start, like, why you like the movie a lot. Why you
0: like okay. the movie. Okay, so, first of all, um, while there are parts of Lin-Manuel Miranda that I don't like, um, I cannot deny that his, like, songwriting and composition abilities are fucking god-tier. Um, All this Like, while these are not the... uh, While some of the songs of this movie are not his best work, almost all of them are, like, enjoyable and, like, have layered lyrics and have a lot of, like, really fun uh, motifs that come back later in different songs or just in, like, um, background parts of the movie. So, um... What was, like, the one I think is, like... I think, like, in the family Madrigal, there's a lot of stuff that gets set up musically that comes back later in songs like, um... Pr- uh, un- not Under Pressure, um... I forget what it's surface called. Surface Pressure. Surface Pressure, thank you. So the Surface Pressure, um what can i do um and like other songs throughout the movie it's like that come back musically um and are very very like well structured and well well made and just mmm fucking good musical shit um visually the movie's one of the best looking like disney cg animated movies they've come out with and i think all of the recent ones they've been good even if i don't like the movie they usually look really good but this is like fucking mm. This is a good looking fucking movie. <laughs> um and a lot of the characters are really fun. Uh it's very much the uh it's very much the uh, like up oh, weird wacky magical family uh but very but in a very fun way in like very kind of um I think it's just different because it's again white guy like Colombian culture I am very unfamiliar with. Uh but it's really interesting to see like the different like racial um disparity between like a lot of the not disparity uh but like the different racial diversity. backgrounds diversity thank you between like the villages the people and the people within the family alone um but like even the village and like other people and like all the people around and it's just super interesting to like see that like m- uh breeding m- not breeding mixing pot of culture and like how it brings about all these interesting like like um even like dresses and outfits and like food and like all these interesting things again again i'm not familiar with colombian culture but it's really cool to see in like a movie because i would never experience it probably in the real world um like just around the street and all that so it's good to see it in a movie um i think the writing for the movie is pretty good um maybe not the best written there might be a better written like plot wise disney movie in the last decade or so i'm not sure um but i think like a lot of the family drama is very good and like the themes of like generational pain and like family and familial like pr- uh expectations and pressures put upon you like if you really look at this movie as just a story like if you take away like the magical gifts if you just look at them as like oh this person's very good at like um singing or very good at like uh painting or something you can s- you see the ideas of like uh like expectation placed on like kids by like family members and like society and like how that like can shape them and make them into things that they might not necessarily be or turn them into just like ticking time bombs of anxiety and pressure and i think there's just so much really interesting stuff to like discuss in that uh also mirabelle is a great main character um i think she's she's better than moana who was previously my favorite like modern disney main character because i really like moana another movie you think is just okay um uh, but like mirabelle yeah. is like even better than moana i think there's just she's so likable and fun and just like i don't know there's just a lot i really like about this movie um and i mean the best part of this movie is one particular music number which everyone <laughs> knows because yes. it's fucking it slaps <laughs> It slaps so fucking hard. We Seven don't talk about foot frame, frame rats, rats along his
1: back when he calls your name it all fades to black.
0: We really like that one song. Yes. because uh, it's very fucking good. Um like just everything about that song, like like again lyrics, the way like it all comes together where like they're all singing the overlapping um verses together. Uh, the way, like, Bruno is depicted by each of the different family members in different ways through, like, them not talking about Bruno as they sing about Bruno. It's fun. Um, but, like, just, ah, uh, that's, like, I think that scene sums up a lot of what I love about this movie. Um, because it's, like, this is all the best elements of the movie in one scene. Um, so, yeah, that's all my really good gushing about it. Now, tell me why I'm wrong, Jaden. I actually don't have that much to say about not that thing about it. <laughs> um, like,
1: I'll say this. So, I do agree that Mirabelle is probably one of the better Disney main characters. Um, she's definitely one of the most memorable. I think that's just because that she's, like, a natural um, – she's a natural underdog. It's really easy to root for her because she has no gift and because she's tried to find ways to, you know – show off her, you know, personality and be relatable and quirky and, but still like, you know, smart, sympathetic. Mm. Like, she's a very easy to like person because she has no ego in comparison to some, you know, not every character in the movie is like that. He is a um, fella. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the main cast, they they give them like cool little quirks here and there. Um, I don't know... I don't know how to describe my main criticism of the movie. I feel like part of it is that nothing is explored enough. Mm. Like there's some good ideas in this movie um but the movie is it feels it felt much shorter than other Disney movies for some reason. Even though I don't think um,
0: it was. I think it was like an in...
1: I don't think it actually is, but it feels shorter just because there are ideas in this movie that I kind of wish, were explored more. So obviously, like the big um, theme theme of the movie is that um, it's a movie about like the expectations of um, oh. being of being somebody special in a family. Yeah. everyone else around you is special, but you're not special. And that I mean that that, that theme was pretty well explored, I guess, with Mirabelle. Mm. Um, Bruno is very barely in the movie yeah he gets introduced like he, he's there for yeah. like 15 minutes tw- 20 minutes maybe yeah Which is weird, because he's meant yeah. to be like this whole like second second half kind of twist like twist not villain um I still don't mm. really get what really happened with his character it was like what he f- he felt that he was um that people were were looking down or people didn't like his pal because he thought he was a, like a bad luck charm.
0: Well, no, that's, that's the, I mean, to quote the best song in the movie, um, uh, with prophecies that the family couldn't understand is because that is the main point is that I, Bruno's prophecies, I I like to look at it this way and I don't think the movie ever explores it, but I like to look at it this way. It's not that Bruno's prophecies were always bad. It's that people only remember the bad prophecies. Like people only remember the times that he was like, yeah, it's going to rain. It's going to suck. No one's like, remember that time where he was like, eh, the, eh it's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. It's a good day. Like, no one cares about those prophecies because they're not important because they didn't mean anything. It's only the prophecies that, like, have negative connotations uh, that people talk about. Um, so I thought that was, that was more the point, I think, was that people misunderstood what his gift was by only looking at the parts of the gift that they remember. I don't think the movie explores that, and I agree with you, that is a bit weird... Um, And the other thing I'll give you this, and I think this is part of the problem. It feels like the plot changes very quickly in the second act or like second to third act. There's like a point in the second or third act where the plot suddenly goes like, and we're doing this. Like, it's like, oh, okay. I guess that's the movie now. Uh, Where I feel like the first, the first act is good. The first act makes sense going into the second act. And then that part of the second act is fine. And then, it's kind of when Bruno shows up actually that I think the plot kind of goes. And eh, now we're doing this. Yeah. It's like oh, um, I guess that's our movie now. Because like it suddenly becomes like oh, Mirabel, you've got to reconcile with your sister, also reconcile with Abuela, also reconcile with familial guilt, and like all this other. She's like okay, okay. So <laughs> that was like I think it was I think it was handled okay, and I don't think it detracts from the movie, but I do think it makes it a bit like. Plunky. i i really like the idea behind the villain quote-unquote
1: um i i like the idea behind abuela the idea that the movie is trying to explore um this this parental figure this matriarch of this family who's really kind of controlling and then she kind of plays favorites and she looks at her kids and her her descendants kind of through the lens of, like, what their power is and whether that, you know, really Hmm. makes her family, like, seem more... seem better, like, it helps other people, you know see the family as magical and then you know mirabelle not having a power makes it super disappointing and bruno having like a power that people feel is like bad as evil like makes him i uh, kind of like an outcast of the family i uh, i don't like the ending because i feel like she just went through a complete 180 like the movie yes. ex- establishes yeah. all these reasons about why she's such a controlling parent and that and um, she's such like um like a disapproving parent and she really like treats Mirabelle pretty badly um all throughout the movie she never really treats her like the same way the rest of of her grandkids and her children are treated because of her lack of her power and then like obviously like the the whole um the whole uh house collapse right there's like a fissure and like they they lose their um yeah like they they lose their magic uh, and stuff, house yeah. and then it's like this moment that, like uh, the whole movie, was like her being thinking that um, Mirabelle is going to destroy uh, the family. that She's going to destroy the house. She's, she's gonna. She's gonna be the one who causes us to lose uh, our gift. And then that, like from her point of view, like wh- that does kind of happen. Except I don't understand how that was a transformative moment to make her realize. Oh. That's not what I should be thinking. She wasn't the one that caused that, because everything up until that point happened the way that it happened in the um, uh, happened the way that it happened in, in in her in the Brunner's premonition, right? Like uh, it mm. did seem like Mirabel was was causing this, and then it's just this thing where, like the abuser, like the the abusive, like narcissist parent in this family like, has a change of heart, and I feel like people who have parents like that in real life would be able to tell you that, like, no, you're, if your parents, like, parent you that way, they don't suddenly just go through a change of heart, um, and they just suddenly become better parents immediately, because then they just, they renounce everything bad they've ever said about you, and, like, I feel like they were letting her off I mean... kind of scot-free, like,
0: like, like yeah. she's... I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I thought the scene where she has the change of heart was when she goes to the river and remembers like the death of her husband. <laughs> I thought that was the moment where she I, like, I I don't get kind of I don't bit. get
1: how the death of her husband connected to how she feels about Mirabelle.
0: I think it's the idea, I I looked at it as the idea of she, like she find, she understands the sacrifice that was made by her husband that day more than she ever had before. Like I think she looked at it as oh, my husband sacrificed, like, we got the miracle, so we have to use the miracle, like, in all these ways to become better, and if no, if someone doesn't get the miracle, they're basically useless, because then what did my husband die for? But then the point, I think, I think, because I don't, again, I don't know if, I can't remember, and I, I feel like the movie didn't say it explicitly, but I feel like what they were trying to, what they were saying was, she realizes, no, the miracle that my husband died for was the family, right? Like not the not the miracle that we got, just the miracle of having family and being with family and loving and respecting and cherishing everything that comes with. Them. I think I again I agree that I don't think the movie explicitly I, says that. I know I, no, I, I, I th- got it. I got it through text. I, though, I think so I did I think get that okay. theme, but I'm trying to remember
1: whether the order of scenes, because I swear like. I, I, I don't remember what was this was her flashback song before or after
0: she like apologizes to Mirabel cuz it feels like it was after I believe it's I believe it I believe it was before cuz that's where the reconciliation happens I think is that like she remembers that and then they like you they do a cry hug and they apologize it's like a eh, eh, eh. like I don't I feel like she finds her at the river and then she's like this is it's like and then she's like ah the story of my dead husband yeah. Um, I don't like I I, I I feel like she doesn't I feel like they don't properly reconcile until after the second best song in the movie.
1: I I don't um, I don't generally like characters who are assholes being redeemed and immediately apologizing um unless I feel like there was something in the story that really motivated them to to reflect on why they they did the wrong thing. And I I'm
0: I'm a little more forgiving for one reason. Like oh like, and like for it's example sound like, dumb. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: Um well, actually it's just go, the, yeah, go into oh, that. Sorry, you
0: go, you go, you Okay. Go. My, oh. he, 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 here's my
1: big thing. This is gonna bring mm. back a movie that you really like. I, I hated mm. um that what happened in Moana because I didn't see because I remember watching that movie and it's been a it's been a while since I've seen mm-hmm. that. I don't <laughs> I don't remember a single reason why Maui changed his mind and came back in the ending. It's like he was an asshole to Moana, yes. and then he was just like, ah, oh. he just comes back. And I'm like, ah, oh. I uh, well, uh, see, I was Jayden. an asshole, but like, I, I don't
0: know. Well, I, see I don't Jayden. know why
1: I realized I was an asshole and decided to come back. I just did.
0: Well, you see, Jaden, it was important for the plot. It was
1: important to the plot. That was the
0: problem. Like, and that's why I say that this movie is better than Moana. It, I think,
1: in ways, it is like, better than Moana. Um, but yeah. That was definitely. But, uh, but I agree. I agree. That, that was definitely of one of the things I really liked Asshole I really...
0: characters just like, ah, uh, but I've changed. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm cool I, I don't now. like
1: when movies aren't willing to commit enough to their characters kind of being shitty people. Like, they always want to
0: redeem their yeah. characters I, it, okay, very and, and, quickly. And to get into why I think that's okay given the movie, this is a. Disney family movie. It is. Yeah. I'm not. Ex- I'm not expecting Shakespearean levels of like. Ah, oh, but I'm a horrible person. What does it all mean? It's like no. It's a kids movie. Yeah. By the end of it, they've got to reconcile and be like, we are a good family, aren't we? Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> like, other yeah. thing I'll say is that uh, I didn't like the house coming back.
0: Yeah. I feel like I feel like it defeated the message. I did. not Okay. I wouldn't have minded. If they rebuilt the house, but the miracle didn't come back. Yeah. If then it was like a message I, I, of, we build a new. I thing. felt like, like they. Okay. I felt they. Sh-
1: I felt like it was so clear based off the themes of the movie that what um, Abuela um, learned is that obviously the family is important and we're a family regardless of whether we have the miracle. So go rebuild the town, rebuild the house. As it was with our own magic, just using you know our family's connection together and, and the support of the community to rebuild this. But no, like the house is literally fucking magic again because I don't know. Characters need to be need to be rewarded with what? Like it's like it's like that thing where like the like the whole need versus want character arc where mm. they, they want something but they they need to learn that they need something else. Except I don't like it when character arcs do that but then they're like oh we'll, we'll, I, I we'll think, still give you what you want anyway because you think, you learned a lesson hmm. about what you need
0: debatably you could debate this that's because the characters who lost something that wasn't an argument of their wants versus their needs abuela had the need versus want argument so like she didn't lose like them losing the powers isn't re- doesn't really affect their character arcs because they didn't have a need versus want thing. Yeah, that what were- well at least they had a need versus want thing, but it wasn't like ah oh, I need my powers and but want this and blah 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 blah. No, it was more it was more an element of that's what Abuela. Is the need versus want? So I guess. Exactly. You could well, but argue yeah, like...
1: that's, that's that's how I'm framing the story though. Like I, I feel like no. it, it, w- it was weird to reward ward her with everything that she wanted from the beginning anyway. Um, yes. And like instead of really committing to that lesson that, that she learned, yes. like real like really understanding that like oh you know we don't need the magic because our family is the magic.
0: Well, you yeah. get the magic anyway back because you know yes. we we, we want to see the magic. I I, I didn't like that, and I'll agree that it's a bit weird, but I don't think it's, like, like I said, I think you can understand it through that lens of, like, it's not the family's fault. Yeah, the, it's, sorry, not, it's the, not the rest of the family's fault. It's
1: not the family's fault, but there's nothing wrong with, like, but, um, what, yes. what happened to them. I mean, they lost—they lost, they had a magic, lovely house that they—with a super-powered house their entire lives. I mean, if they lose that house, well, they go back to living in a regular house now, but, like, yeah, it, it's, not it like they, it's not like they—it's not like they house. were suffering— um, oh. But yeah, I thought but, the movie was pretty solid. Um, I do like the movie. Um, it has some really good songs. I I do yes. feel like we don't talk about Bruno is just such a standout though. Um, it, it it
0: is the it, best song in the movie and probably one of the best things Lin Manuel Miranda has ever put out.
1: It is definitely one of the best modern Disney songs. It might it might be the best modern Disney Disney, Disney song in terms sort of I like, mean, what's its competition? I don't know. Like it's it's definitely the song that I. have remember singing the most recently in terms of like a disney song
0: we, i mean besides the fact that you sung it earlier today it's like i think what was <laughs> it when we were watching tick tick boom before we watched it we were literally just singing it with one of our friends together because yeah and we realized canter. oh we're just gonna keep going because we just like singing this song because it's really fun yeah um it's but I guess a it, um
1: fun movie oh yes yeah, sir yeah it is no, a very fun
0: it. movie very good movie uh and now i think the final movie we'll talk about what is the movie you want to talk about I mean, I'm surprised you haven't figured it out yet because it's probably it was probably the movie you and I were both most hyped for. This movie, besides Spider Man. Oh fuck! I can't believe we haven't talked about Dune. <laughs> we we haven't talked about oh shit. Dune. We actually have still
1: haven't talked about Dune.
0: Yeah, but, and I, that's why I left it to last because like I think this is our big movie of the fucking year. <laughs> At least for me, it was. Oh. Like, this is the big fucking yes. movie of the year. I was like, um, um I'm so glad we saw this in cinema. At least okay, you didn't see it in cinemas initially. You watched it on like. Hbo max or whatever yeah, um so... I watched this for the first time in cinemas I am so fucking glad I did I don't think I've had a cinema experience that compares to what I had in dune this is it was fucking crazy this is
1: definitely one of my it, it's probably one of my okay, if I ignore things like audience reaction and I'm just talking about the movie itself like in terms of audio visual like the immersion in the movie this is one of the top five cinema experiences I've ever had. 100%. Yeah, this
0: is this is fuck. It was fucking incredible. It also helped that we had a great audience while we saw it. We didn't have people. Yeah, like, they were
1: so respectful and like quiet well, for think, once. I think
0: because the movie sets itself up as like, do you you know what kind of movie you're watching? Do you understand where you are right now? <laughs> this ain't a Marvel movie. This ain't no this ain't no fun, happy, good time movie. It's like this is a goddamn epic movie. You'll sit down and shut up and like it. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's I fucking, guess like um. Oh like you've you've read a bit of the bit of the book so you had some i've read a bit of, i've read a bit i'm probably gonna finish reading them i, I will 100 percent finish reading the book before the next one comes out because like i can't not now it's like i'm too like i'm too deep man it's like oh i need i need to know i need to know everything going in it's like oh because there, there were scenes this movie covered a bit past where i had read in the book because uh, i had read up to probably about a bit over the halfway point of the movie so there were a lot of scenes in this where I was like... It's like, how did he fucking capture... Ex- like, not exactly what I wanted, but this is basically what I wanted from this scene when I was reading the book. It's like, how did... had you? What's his last name? Vinenu? Denis Villeneuve. Vinenu. V- v- Villeneuve.
1: Uh, v- Villeneuve. Villeneuve? V- Vill- I'm going to... I think it's Denny. Villeneuve or, or v- Vilna. I'm going to call Vill- him Dennis. <laughs> I-, I just say I just say Denis Villeneuve. That, yeah, that's Denny. just the way I pronounce it. I,
0: yeah, Denis Villeneuve. Um, he perfectly captured in my opinion a lot of the scenes from the book that i was like i remember thinking like that's basically what i thought the scene was going to be like the scene where um paul has to put his hand inside the pain box yeah i was like, like the, yeah with the gomjabar like, is, scene yeah it's like this is fucking exactly the scene where i was like the scene where i was like okay this is actually exactly what i thought the scene would look like was the scene where they're where they're ca- uh, they're saving um, the people off the like spice uh spice collecting thing. The spice harvester, yeah. The spice harvester and the the worm comes up, I'm like, how did he do it? That's exactly what I thought the scene would look like when I read the book. It's fucking insane how like A good this looks and B just well it sells itself on like this scene and the characters and the world. It's oh it's so good So
1: this project is really it, it's one of those rare examples of just a, the perfect alignment between a director's vision and an amazing source material. Like, so I haven't mm. read the book. I've read it, I, I started reading a little bit, uh, started reading a little bit of it after the movie, but you know, I, this is obviously like one of the most acclaimed um, novels ever. It's considered one of the most influential, influential science fiction novels ever, Dune. A, a and, lot of
0: people, a lot of people say it's like, Oh, there's a lot of Star Wars in this. It's like, where do you think they got it from? Yeah. Where
1: do you think they got it? Like, you know, the fucking. Yeah, the like pit and, like, a lot of the Tatooine imagery. Like, yeah, that is that is not original. That is from somewhere else. Mm. But, yeah, I, I love how with this movie, the way it's been, it's been described in many different ways, different people. A lot of people have called it, like, Space Lord of the Rings. And, like, I can totally see the comparison. Mm. But I just loved how they made it feel... He, Denis Villeneuve made it feel so unique and distinct, even though the novel is, is an inspiration to so many films that we've seen already so it it doesn't it doesn't feel um it it doesn't feel like cliche even though this is like the progenitor of some of these of some of these aesthetics some of these tropes Mm. um even though it it came before some of the like star wars and things we've seen after that it doesn't feel like entirely like star wars like the, the ship designs were mm. super unique, like the the ornithopters with their their crazy like dragonfly design. Um, all of these ships, which are just like, they're like one orbs. Of those is just a giant
0: tube. <laughs>
1: yeah, like they're just the these little like landing ships are like orbs that come out as just, just just this massive um uh, but, tube.
0: Oh, sorry, sorry, just to interrupt, but that's another thing that I think this did that i'm really glad because this is something i know that happens later in dune uh but isn't really important to this movie yet but uh and we were talking a bit earlier about godzilla and scale the scale in this movie you feel how fucking huge everything is because you have it is you have again the space the space tube which drops like this little egg ship that just comes out of it when it lands on a planet it's like the size of a fucking lake and you're like oh shit how big is everything uh,
1: there's this one um, shot, I mean, I, I think everything about the spice harvesting scene oh, is, like, amazing. Yeah. And, like, that's that's a masterpiece of a scene, and it does everything in that scene to, like, set up your idea of the scale. So, like, you see the ship, you see, like, the, the, the spice harvester, and you know, like, the ornithopters can land on the spice harvester, and you see, like, these drones, which are th- just there to detect. Um, the the movement of the sandworms mm. and like you see in the distance and the, they have to use like a, you know the, the telescope just to see um the movement of the sandworms because they're so far away but it looks like it's moving so fast because it's so large mm. uh, and you can already feel from then that they, these sandworms are huge but this moment when they they sh- they've shown you um you know a minute before that the size of these of these drones and then like it shows you the, this drone in like the tiny corner of the screen and then the sand- just smashes, it just pops, it just explodes and all of that sand goes so high into the air like above that drone it covers the screen and that just tells you this worm is so much bigger than anything that we have seen the... so far in, in that scene so in this movie so far yeah in, it in... is an
0: enormous creature in, in, the words then, like, the, in the words of the 80s movie we have worms signed the likes of which even god has never seen it's like oh my, it yeah. is i mean
1: these are these are gods like i love how I, 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 and I'm sure that this is how, like, the book portrays it. Yeah. Like, I love the way that they talk about these sandworms as if they are gods. They are literally, like, um, they they are considered a higher level of being on this universe, on this world. Like, they rule Arrakis. Well, because it's like, um, no, it
0: doesn't matter how strong you are. No, it's it's that idea of, like, it doesn't matter how strong you are, how big your army, how powerful your weapon. It's meaningless in the face of this enormous creature that um in the lore of the world it's like there is one that's like it was deemed so big that it's like it could engulf everything on the planet without struggle it would it's like that it would like enwrap the planet it was that big kind of thing and it's that like yeah it is that thing of like the the people of the desert um i forget their names of the Fremen, yeah yeah sorry thank you the fremen uh it's always weird because i read it as freeman uh and that's another thing in <laughs> that's, the, that, that's
1: probably the way that a lot of people read it yes
0: well i mean the other one that's like really weird is like atreides it's like oh that's how you say atreides okay that's fine it's like that's yeah. how i expected it um greek harkonnen greek <laughs> yes harkonnen, uh, harkonnen took me a minute i was like you mean harkonnen, it's like, it, it, harkonnen. it is not it's like, harkonnen
1: oh. even i was saying harkonnen like even though i hadn't like read it or anything because well, for just years like, oh, yeah.
0: that's how it was yeah. pronounced like, not even, I I don't even think just in, like, the 1980 movie. I think in, like, the spin off material and, like, in interviews and stuff, everyone's always said Harkonnen. But, like, when you actually read the spelling, Harkonnen makes way more sense. <laughs> I mean, because it's a Nordic. Is it a Nordic name or is it a dramatic name? I think it's, I don't know. I think it's, it, well, it's more to do with the placement of the letters where it's, like, there's two N's. So it's, it's not. That is true. So it should be Harkonnen, Ha-Konnen. yeah. Harkonnen. It's Ha. Conan. So it's Harkonnen.
1: Yeah. But um, w- what I love about the movie, like just the whole world building, was incredible. Like mm. all of the the costume and the set design and like the way that they. I mean, they didn't write entirely new languages or anything, but the uh, way that yeah. <laughs> they gave some of these characters completely new voices, like, how all of the Harkonnens, like, their world felt so inhuman. Everything was just covered in black, was so, like, you know, shiny, like, me- metal. And chrome um, and all yeah, that. But, like, but almost like it was, like, formed around them, though. It was very sludgy, like, they literally, they, you know, a Baron Harkonnen literally, like, like, like bays in a black tar pit, like bath, yeah. a, a black tarpid. It was just, he just, Looks like a he looks like a demon, and then they have like this disgusting spider-looking pet. But you can tell that it, that's literally a deformed human because it has human appendages, it mm. has hands, and just the idea that, that that's somehow like a human that has been experimented on so much that it looks like a just a just complete monster is just so creepy. And then then like the Sardaukar Planet with their mm. Mongolian throat singing, like. Mm. It really gave you this strong idea that, um, you know, this is a universe, um, you know, this, this, um, story. There's no aliens here. At least I don't think there are aliens in this story. But, like, humans... As far as
0: I'm aware, no. Yeah, but
1: humans who settle on other planets... I mean, if you settle on a different planet and you get adjusted to that climate and you spend thousands of years on that climate, like, obviously, your culture is going to be super different. Your society is going to be super different. But also, like, biologically, you're going to look really different as well. And, like, it, it... it did a good job of exploring this idea of like it, contrasting all of the different looks of these characters um how distinct they all were and like it, it also sounded like a really interesting story i was actually kind of surprised that i was really into this st- uh, into the story as much as i was i think it's
0: a very like I- interesting story i think the problem is and i think this is why actually i would say i probably prefer the movie over the book is because a lot of the problem when reading the book is it is a lot of words. Even though it's not a long book, but it's a lot of like, we will go into long spiels of explanation about what this thing is. And it's great world building. It's like, you will know everything about the world by the end of this. Like, there is no way you don't. But it it's it's a bit of a slog to read where it's just like, Alright, yep, and the Harkonnens are this, and the, yeah, the, okay, and this is what their world is like. Oh, okay. I read the
1: first chapter, and
0: it, it's just a lore dump. Yeah, it, well, that's the thing. The <laughs> <It's>, first <laughs> chapter of the book isn't even in this movie, because I think Denny realized very early. I was like, it's like, if I start this movie with the lore dump that isn't even relevant yet, it's just going to be so confusing. It,
1: it's, <laughs> it, I mean, the, no, I think that the book literally just starts as just like, oh, yeah, this is Paul Atreides. He's the son of, like, Duke Leto Atreides. No, who, no,
0: no, 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 no. Um, the first chapter of the book is about the Emperor. Um, it's I, talking. I, I, about, I, it's talking about Atreides. No, no. no. So that,
1: that's the framing device of the book. Uh, but no, no, it, it's, it's not. Like. Like, so it's, not chap- it's not. Like scene, about... It's not like a proper scene. No, it's not like no. a proper scene, though.
0: I'm gonna. I, I will not. I will. I will not argue about this because I was wrong earlier in this podcast. So I'm not gonna. Because I. I because I, re-
1: I. read it recently. The first chapter is literally, okay, okay, is literally okay. the Gom Jabbar scene, which is like which is a wild. scene, really? okay. Yeah. It's it's which is a wild scene to begin your book on because there's no context yet
0: let well, I me mean, and that that's a thing with a lot of like dune for better or worse and i i really like it because i think it's it's great if you just accept it and run with it which is that the movie doesn't explain things like that that are just commonplace in the world like the jene Besseret the quizak Hararak. yeah the. Better. um i mean i think so many times ta- any time in the movie where it's like the quizak hadarak i was like yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hot Hararak. <Kweezart-Hatharak. laughs> every time they it's said like, that ah. word i'm like yes yeah it's just a cool it's a so cool, it's a cool fucking sounding word but yeah <laughs> like and that's what i that's what i love is like like because we know that to be it's like he's meant to be this like jesus or like leader figure in the society but the movie doesn't just the movie's not like oh yeah like jesus it's just like he is the queen it's like it's like you were trying to make the quizak hadarak you know that's against the way of the bene Gesserit. that was against the plans we all had along and it's like the movie's not like, oh, we're going to explain what all these words mean. It's like, pay attention. <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's, it's also like, like you figure it out. Yeah, if it's a blur to the
1: main character, it's going to be a blur to the audience. Like, I think that's the, fine, yeah, like, he, the yeah. way they presented it.
0: But yeah, I was really surprised no, by the I story. Well, I like it. That's what I'm saying. I did. I, I like how the world feels lived in because the characters don't need to explain things to each other It's like, well, you know this. You're in this world. You know yeah. what this is. I was surprised by how, like, Game of Thrones esque the story was yeah i don't know if that's now again i'll need to read the book again that was like a big part of it there is a lot of political intrigue yeah there's a lot like... of political yeah.
1: intrigue like i knew that like obviously um i can't tell by the based off the trailers that like okay this is going to be about a story with a you know the, the 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 ruling house you know the good guys quote unquote house of tradies they're going to get attacked by this other rival house house Harkonnen, and he's going to eventually you know team up with the fremen and you know try to get re- revenge on the harkonnen which is i i you could kind of predict everything but like yeah, yeah like,
0: like the, i i don't i don't think i needed to spoil the fact it's like it's like hmm i wonder if duke atreides is gonna die yeah it's like, it's eh. like
1: but like i i liked the fact that they they kind of they telegraph that he's gonna die from the very beginning like they, they well,
0: in the book again in the book with the scene with the empress the, sorry the emperor and her and his daughter they literally just say it's like we're discussing the plan to kill like duke tradies it's like yeah like oh. they literally <laughs>
1: um like they say in the movie they literally have um the 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 madam um uh, madam uh Gellis Helen Mahayam. Um yes. literally was like go to goes to the Harkonnens. is just like yes um, yeah the Emperor is gonna give you the car and you're gonna go to a tra- you're gonna go to Arrakis and kill House Atreides and and we don't care about the father, we don't care about Oscar Isaac. He he's gonna he's gonna die. And like yeah. And the, and it's, it's really he was really compelling character for the, like you know the amount of time that he was alive. He was only he was only in the movie for like half the half the movie before he finally dies. But mm. like you got the sense from the very beginning that like oh he kind of knows he's gonna die. He feels like he's he's running against time to try to solve this problem and try to survive this. And he kind of once he realizes once he gets to Iraq, he realizes okay yeah we're fucked. Um,
0: <laughs> And... Yeah, I think it's 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 that it's that it's a matter of okay, when am I gonna die? <laughs>
1: yeah, he he felt like very Ned Stark ass Ned Stark esque as a character, almost like a man like a man of principle who was doomed to die in this like cruel, um, you know, traitorous Unparing world. Role, in order, yeah. yeah, he was doomed to to die to set up this man, to, to set up you know Paul's arc, mm. um, but yeah, like this is just such a a visually distinct like like, a passion project. It feels like Denny had so much control over this project, which is just a really rare thing to say. Like, you just don't see movies of this budget have this level of creativity to, to be this
0: unique and different. Like, movies well, that given... It's, it's, it's... We know, we know now, but it this is a franchise starter. Like, yeah, imagine like... any franchise starter having this much, like creativity and like free reign on the on the part of the director given you know the mcus of the world right now. yeah
1: like like hollywood is always looking to start the next um big franchise but because they're always looking to start the new franchise it, there's so many different movies that have been ruined by executive meddling because they want to make sure that the movie as is as um you know acceptable it is as accommodating to as many people as possible and this movie just doesn't really give a fuck like they they pretty much say like oh yeah we're only gonna adapt half the book because we don't have enough room to adapt the oh yeah the, half. the, so the yeah.
0: balls the balls to put like oh the movie's called Dune in all the trailers and then you just get to the movie Part one. Yeah, by the way, it's part one.
1: Like, yeah, the balls to say that, like, oh, yeah, this movie, um, yeah, it doesn't have an ending, so please watch and support my movie, because you're not going to get a proper conclusion. Well, yeah, because
0: that's, that's the part that, like, not confused me, but when we got to the end of the movie, I was like, oh, this is where we're ending. Oh Yeah. It's like
1: okay. And like lots of people are put off by it and lots of people didn't like that. And I understand why they didn't like that. But I appreciate that the movie that that Denis stuck to his convictions and didn't rush the entire adaptation just to appease people who would be like, Well, I want to go into a movie and experience the entire story. I want to get everything within three hours or it wasn't or it wasn't worth it. Like I like that they're mm. willing to be like we will make every scene as good as possible, and if it takes this long to give justice to these moments, then I will risk like my work being incomplete. Which I mean, like, yeah, it, it it took fucking balls to do it, and and credit to like Warner Brothers for actually giving them, you know, the the creative the creative like license to really do that and not force him well, think, to really sacrifice his vision.
0: I, I think Warner Brothers, to their credit, in this situation, and to an extent with like the Snyder cut realize people really like the artistic vision of like directors maybe we should f- listen to them again
1: yeah because they like, hadn't like, they warner... hadn't
0: been doing that for a while
1: <laughs> yeah like warner brothers honestly i mean they got a lot of flack for the whole justice league situation and the justice League situation was terrible i mean that was but like that was honestly um a w- more of like an more of like um, an oddity than like the norm for Warner Brothers because they actually do have a pretty good history of giving directors freedom. Like this is, you know, this is the studio that um, that um, Christopher Nolan has always worked with. Like he, you know, financed. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did the Batman trilogy and he got a lot of creative freedom with that. Um, he, you know, he did, I think he did Inception with Warner Brothers and then he, you know, he did like and his other movies Tenet like Dunkirk. Yeah. I, I think he did Dunkirk. I think he also did Tenet with, yeah, Tenet with them. And then, yeah, like Zack Snyder, you know, Even though he got screwed with, like, you know, the Justice League One, um, the original version, or the Joss Whedon version, he got screwed Mm -hmm. um, when that came out. I mean, he got complete freedom on Bama movie, Superman. That was not Warner Brothers' fault that movie turned out that way. They let him do what he wanted. And I guess credit to them, even if the the vision wasn't really appeasing to everyone. Um, So, yeah, I'm happy that, like, they're giving directors a lot of freedom I, i'm yeah. i'm so excited for dune part two mm. like it's one of my most anticipated movies ever i mean the, the mm. dune one was already one of my most anticipated dune, movies yeah ever. dune
0: one was already like we we'd been talking about this movie for like quite a while because we were I, like i've been when's it fucking yeah, coming
1: <laughs> i've been talking about this movie for four years i've been yeah. i've been talking about this movie ever since denis villeneuve got attached to the project um Ever since, ever since he got you know the rights to to adapt it, he got um, the job as a director. I've instantly been interested because this is one of the best directors working in Hollywood today.
0: He, yeah, I've st- I've still not watched all his movies, but like I think you you and a friend of my, you and a friend of ours convinced me. It's like go watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's like okay, and I was like oh I get it. <laughs> Blade Runner twenty forty nine is
1: is is amazing. It's it's definitely one of the best films of the last. um decade Decade, it's an amazing movie watch his other movies all of all of his movies are super i need i I think i'm gonna watch arrival next definitely watch arrival arrival is like there there were people that that would argue and i would sort of agree like like arrival is arguably like a modern sci-fi like masterpiece like it, it, it is on a similar level to Blade Runner 2049 maybe not um in like the epicness that I guess some people felt from like Blade Runner Twenty Forty Nine because of like the world it created, yeah. but Arrival in terms of like a concise story that is incredibly layered and has it is it is so well thought out structurally and it's like a thematically new thing. It's not like, a... like 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 the way that it plays with your expectations. Um, plays with your expectations of what a movie like that is meant to be about the way that it plays on your expectations of like what those stories are meant to mean and really like waves through like these subtexts and also waves through like foreshadowing um and like for like events that happen um later on in the movie like, like a real later on in the movie like it's a, just an expertly crafted film and he's just he he's really fucking talented
0: yeah he he like just from the two films i've seen of his it's like yeah he's like fucking god tier yeah (laughs) he's he's he's
1: the he's the best modern like sci-fi director like no one is doing sci-fi like just the way that he is
0: no 100%
1: um and and like yeah his um he's also his his regular like you know down-to-earth um films are also amazing as well and people should check out sicario and they should check out prisoners
0: yeah I, i i think I'll watch yeah, I reckon Arrival First and then Sicario and Prisoners after that. Yeah. Um So yeah. Ah, but Dune, yeah. uh
1: great movie. Um one of my
0: I one of my top two. It's probably top my top. Two it's probably my top movie this year, but that, again I haven't seen as much as you have, so like i probably have to put it in the top, top, top. Uh, Yeah, I've seen it many times. Yeah.
1: I, I had this problem where I was so excited for this movie, I couldn't wait. Because oh, we got fucking screwed here in Australia. Yeah, so for,
0: for context, we got it super late, even by comparison to how late everyone else in the world got it from when it should. it was supposed to come out. But we got yeah, it even like, later because of how yeah, screwed we were.
1: So, yeah, I think Warner Brothers did, like, a like a staggered strategy where they released it in, like, territories day by day. Like, uh, every few days they would release it into a new country. And so they, they just and we littered didn't get it, it, it all over. Like yeah, like, November. all over Europe. They would get it, like, all throughout late September. And then it finally releases in October in America and most countries. And then because of... It was a fucking Australia because we had a COVID lockdown at the exact wrong time. They were just like, "Oh yeah, um, we'll just delay this movie until December." Yeah. So we got it two months after everyone else, and like, I was so hyped for this movie. I could not wait. So yeah, I just got um, yeah, I didn't wanna, I didn't, I knew I, 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 I had to watch it in theaters, but I needed to get my viewing experience out of the way and, like, it just experienced this story, the story, experience the story one way or the other. So I watched it on HBO Max and then I ended up watching with, like, multiple different members of my family on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, just because it was just, like, um, I don't know if I want my first viewing to be with family because then they're just going to talk over it the whole time.
0: Yeah, they're going to be, like, hey, who, who, who is, sh- who Who, who is up? that? <laughs> what, what's happening? And I'm like,
1: yeah, this is why I don't like watching movies
0: with family. I don't mind watching movies with family, but it can never be the first time I'm seeing it. Especially it my family. Be. My family are like obnoxious movie viewers sometimes. Yes. Um, every,
1: every single moment will just be interrupted and just with stupid questions. i were just like, oh my God, why do I have to explain this?
0: Like, but yeah, yeah. anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I think those were all the movies that we've
0: both seen. We've both seen at least because there are, there are a lot of movies that you've seen this year that I need to play there catch up on. There are a lot
1: of... There are a lot of movies that I've seen. I mean, there's a lot um, of
0: movies you've seen in the last, what, two weeks?
1: There's a lot, yes. There's a lot of movies I've seen in the last month. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have time to get into this, but like... No, we
0: won't. Uh,
1: Dune actually isn't my favourite movie of the year
0: now. What, out of curiosity, we won't get into it, but what is it?
1: This is a really weird. <laughs> okay,
0: some people is have seen this movie. Pizza? Is it no, Pizza? No, I, I, I okay. haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen okay, okay, Pizza
1: okay. yet. okay. Um, I just watched Spencer, and I think it's actually one of the best movies I've seen in a very. All right, time.
0: I, I'm. I'll have to check it out then because, um, I haven't really heard anything about Spencer. I've heard a lot. I've heard like other things about like other other movies that came out in the last month or so that are like these are some of the best films yep. of the year. Um, like, but I haven't heard much about Spencer. I
1: I knew I would like this movie. Um, it is very unconventional. It is it is one of the most unconventional, most interesting unique biopics um i've ever seen ever made Mm. um it it, to me this is the best biographical film i've seen since uh the social network so like in the last 10 years um this is something that's not gonna make any sense until you see the movie this movie feels like the shining
0: oh that's interesting yeah because i really like shining so that's like okay
1: yes and I feel like you, I I I have probably more time to explain to it later. But like, well, I'm assuming. Uh, probably... Well,
0: I mean, it. The exact words is it's a historical fiction psychological drama, which is like, ha. Huh. <laughs> huh.
1: Yes. Um. It, it, but it, I can it barely is. recognize
0: Kristen Stewart as like Diane. It's weird.
1: Diana. Yeah. She's. Um... So
0: weird. Only, I, only I because, guess... like, I know Kristen Stewart, and I know Princess Diane, and they have very distinct faces, and I don't think they look a lot like each other, but it's, like, when I see, like, photos of her as Diane, it's, like, that's fucking Diana. uncanny. Sorry, Diana. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking uncanny.
1: Um, they, I don't think they look that similar, but... No, but it's she, like, she...
0: it's so uncanny how, like, I don't even see Kristen Stewart once she's playing Diana. It's like, oh, it's like I barely notice her in there.
1: Yeah. But anyway. All right. But yeah, those are all the movies that, um, those are all the movies that we've both, probably that we've both seen from last yeah, year. Yeah.
0: And, and, and any, if, um, if we overall did... it was
1: a pretty good year for movies.
0: I, I think this is one of the better years for movies. It's, it's, it's telling that it's like, um, there are so many movies that have come out. Like I said, that's why I was like, oh, is it Licorice Pizza? Because I've heard nothing but great things about that. I guess what I mean I was that like, you were that, like, yeah. oh, another movie's not, it's like, I, I was actually kind of expecting Dune not to be your favorite movie this year, just because it's like this has been a really good year for movies. <laughs>
1: um, it, it was until I I think recently because oh, okay, D- Dune Dune is very 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 good. I'm, mm. it's it, it, I mean, I, I only saw Spencer yesterday. Like literally, it's it's only been like it's only been a bit over It's it's been it's only been a bit over twenty four hours. But like I, it took me, uh, yeah. I thought about it for like you know overnight and thought about it. I've been thinking about it like uh, ever since. Mm. Um, I'll get into this later, but I think this movie is like a, a masterpiece. All right,
0: maybe okay. I'll go see Spencer, and even if we don't talk about it on the podcast, I, we'll, I don't even. We'll I, talk I, I'm about not this. even
1: gonna. Re- I'm, I'm not even gonna recommend that you see it.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Uh, it 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 is very different, I, and I and I and I think people. Keep in mind, I like. Keep it.
0: in mind, you mentioned The Shining. I really like The Shining, so like. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I need to preface the movie with, with a lot of. With a lot of things. But, yes. All right, um, we'll, we'll leave
0: it for there. It's not really rolling. We'll leave it for there. All right, well... All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Um, We'll, f- <laughs> we'll try and keep a more regular schedule going forward. I think we're either going to go for... Maybe once a fortnight, once a month maybe now. I'll wait and see how it goes with the episode. I mean, upwards. yeah. I mean, this
1: was like one month since the last one. So, this is yeah. more regular than before. Yeah, but... We didn't take a six-month break. Yeah,
0: so I think either, yeah... We'll record when we can, but I will at least try and get out one episode a month, I think. But again, maybe try for once every fortnight as well, just in case we can record more. Regularly. I think we can. Since we're doing it online, we can probably put out more. Yeah, it's a lot easier now. Uh, also, we have our friend who's going to probably handle the audio editing because he's way quicker at it than I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Zeb was... Um, yeah, Zeb, who was joined us on last episode, I think he was not busy. He was he was busy today, so...
0: Uh, yeah, he had... Um, it wasn't like a big thing but he just had some personal stuff to do so yeah didn't come.
1: Yeah, people don't need to, people don't need to know. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's it's literally not relevant to anything. Um so yeah, I guess that's it and thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time. I have Take no care. idea what the next episode is about. Uh we we'll ma- you know what? We're, it's going to be the great white whale of this podcast. One day we'll talk about the big free. <laughs>
1: yeah I'll, I'll, okay. it's our white whale. F- we're f- never f- gonna talk it. about yeah, it yeah fine if there's nothing else to t- if there's nothing else to talk about 100% let's, there'll let's always do be again. something else to talk about let's though. do something <laughs> anime related again because we haven't talked about an anime in like 8 months 9 months yeah
0: we haven't and I think it'll be I think we have some opinions on shows well yeah no, there's a lot of shows that have come out that I have opinions on now so yeah I think I can actually talk about it for once yeah alrighty so, alright all right, take care everyone bye bye